record on there. Bonjour. And then we'll bang the record up there. Hello, dear camera. Right, so everything now should be fucking bomb. How long we've got? Two hours and 24 minutes on that. That should be plenty of time to have a I good chat, so. shouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go. Welcome, Oscar. I'd be really, really rude now to understand that I don't actually know your surname. Gracie. Gracie? Yeah. Like the jiu-jitsu guys. Are you a jiu-jitsu expert? No. Um, I mean, I'm in similar shape as a jiu-jitsu expert. But... <laughs> so Oscar, no. Oscar Gracie. Um, obviously, I, I've met you through my brother. We've had a couple of uh, meetings now. By meetings, I mean Sounds hanging formal. out. Yeah. There's definitely not nothing informal about the, the ways we've hung out. Um, so Oscar, you, you've just moved down to this area recently, haven't you? Yeah, like just under six months ago. Whereabouts are you originally from? So I was born in Brighton, and yeah. my parents, when I was young, sort of thought it's not really the place they want me to like grow up in yeah. uh, for reasons that I can't remember. Yeah. Um, so we moved down to Chichester, um, and I went to school there, into a Chichester High School, which was a boys' school. Yeah. And I had a girls' school next door, which was like an interesting um, setup, really. But what was weirder about it is the fact that during break times, you weren't allowed to interact. There was actually, in fact, a fence, so you could talk to the girls, yeah. but they were on the other side of a fence. So it was kind of like a weird separation. So the whole reach thing. through thing. Yeah, exactly. Not reach around, just to be clear. Reach <laughs> throughs. Talking about schools now. So, yeah, no, it was like my school down the road was uh, a boys' school and a girls' school next to each other, but yep. you don't ever intermingle either. So it's mm -hmm. an odd, odd setup. I don't think we had the, the fence of pain, though, that, that you're talking about. <laughs> Please let me grab it you. It did seem like a bit of a prison, though, to be yeah. honest. Did it keep like, a distance? Like, gap between the two fences so you can actually physically touch each other <laughs> no it wasn't quite that bad no. to be fair but it, there was still definitely separation and they were very adamant <laughs> on that to be honest although now they have changed it to a mixed school all right and I, I think you know it'd be interesting to see how different i would be had i gone to a mixed school yeah um you know it was manic at a boys school it was pretty brutal yeah. like as as i'm sure you'll agree like you know, any sort of weakness would be picked on. And actually, I wasn't in a situation where I was a target for that sort of stuff, to be right. fair. But on reflection, it just did just happen on a daily yeah. basis. But so Something you saw, it. but not really something that happened particularly to you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I think it's something we talk about, obviously, because my kids are at that age now. We're starting to talk about secondary schools. We've done the whole mixed school, girls' school thing. Um, and coincidentally, my daughter's chosen an all-girls school, which, okay. which, you know, it's fine. She liked the school, and that's cool, you know? You make choices, you, mm. you, know, um, you know, make your own decisions, and we're happy to go with yeah. that, you know? Um, but, yeah, I often thought the same thing, like how would it be if, if it were mixed? Mm. People say, I think it's said that people, boys do better in an all-boys school, but mm. girls, girls do better in a mixed school. Yeah, and actually, they, if they learn differently as well like generally boys are more doing learners yeah. and there was quite an emphasis around like finding out the best way that you learn right. although once you got the result it is not like they changed the learning to cut to benefit that really yeah um but to be honest i hated school i really yeah. did i just i nothing really engaged me at yeah. all and i just felt like there was no real purpose for it and in fact during school i do remember there being a time where i was like what is the point, in fact? And, like, you're sort of pushed into this set life where it's like you go to school, you go to college, you go to uni, maybe you do this job that you hate, and then that's the end of it. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, if that's the destiny that I'm in, I don't want to be part of that, and I don't feel like... I didn't I didn't really get where to go. And then I realised that 
you know, experiences is what makes life, you know, and actually just take every day as it comes. Yeah. And, you know, I'd, I'd say I'm a fairly relaxed person and I sort of realised that, you know, one thing that I sort of say is like, we as a collective, the world are pretty doomed, in fact. And actually, you know, because everything's riddled with um, lies, corruption and whatnot. And it's yeah. sort of like, just tr enjoy it, take it as it is and make the most out of it and yeah. actually do some experiences. And I do think that it's almost a shame that we live in a world where everything's governed by money and yep. that you you need to make money to make ends meet and then when you make ends meet and you sort of do start to make more money then you have to pay more tax then you're sort of like locked into this world of like okay i need to keep up with it and that whole thing um but i feel like the most important thing in my life is freedom yeah and i've seen people that um do really really well and earn a lot of money but they're they're cash rich but not time rich and actually by being rich for money they're almost in a worse position in a way, some people, because they're not able to even enjoy the riches that they have. Yeah. And so I think there's a good balance to have with that. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. There's definitely people who work continuously for more and more money and don't get to enjoy any, or don't seem to mm. get to enjoy it. And it's like, no, it must work from 7am till 7pm and maybe if i've got time to put my kids to bed i might do it but i'll probably be too busy in a meeting um <laughs> it's not certainly not how i want to be doing things as you said the, the whole experience is thing for each individual i think is incredibly important i think it's funny actually the other day i heard something that was you know when you i think certainly in america anyway because you don't really fail years here do you? you don't get held back but in american thing is obviously you're, you're always working to get to the next year group mm. and then once you get there you're still working to the next year group and then once mm. you leave kindergarten or whatever you're then going into middle school and you're just working to get to the next year and you mm. could just in this never-ending cycle of taking steps to get up in the world and you get to yeah. your job and you're still just trying to get up in the world to earn more money and it's like this never-ending vicious thing of just working harder to get more to be higher and it's just going to go that way till you fall in a six foot deep hole and <laughs> shut the lid i think it's important to have goals like you know i'd set myself goals i'd achieve them it's like right what's the next goal yeah and it's like you know i talk to my friends like ryan you know your brother and be like okay he'd say so do you really like take a step back and like reflect on what it is that you've actually achieved and be like okay i'm happy and i'm not i don't do that often yeah but i also feel like you know by doing that you could get complacent but then ultimately happiness is the most important thing and i think i'd always advocate for people to find something they really enjoy yeah and to make money from that because you know my dad like he works this job he absolutely hates it like he hates every single moment of it yeah and it's like it's you know but then there's a lot of responsibility a lot of financial responsibility for paying for the mortgage paying for the bills but it's like you know for me i get the most satisfaction out of getting results and whilst it's important to for me to feel like i'm paying being paid fairly for what i do yeah i just love seeing people enjoy the the content that i make now yeah. i used to make content like back in 2010 was when i started making youtube videos i was you know i was like 15 16 however what i was at the time you know I'd come home from school play call of duty non-stop basically yeah and i really enjoyed it but i also loved making videos and yeah. sharing what it is that i was doing and the people i was talking to and the memories that i was making and at the time, my parents didn't really understand, like, you know, you're being really antisocial. And whilst I'm being antisocial in the sense of in a physical realm, yeah. digitally, 
I wasn't. And I know that's kind of a weird concept to sort of get your head around because, you know, we were talking literally all the time. Yeah. Um, and it, it actually, by doing that, and my parents sort of allowed me to do that, it really shaped my career and what I did. Like, there was a really pinnacle moment for me where I sold my iPod Touch that I had right. for like 120 quid, whatever it was. And I bought a capture device which allowed me to capture the footage from my console, Xbox 360 at the time, yeah. make videos. And then I realized, you know what, I love making video, um, the content and filming it, but I also love editing other people's content right, as okay. well. Because, you know, there was a certain skill cap that I had yeah. in the game, but others w that were far better than me. And so that's where my journey started with YouTube, actually. Right. And I was making videos for other people. And I thought, oh, this is this is great. And actually, back then with YouTube, like, you know, getting a million views, for example, on a video, whilst it is still hard, don't get me wrong, it's not unachievable now and back then it was like mind-blowing and yeah, sure. to to see these views coming in it was like it was really exciting but it yeah. was there was no aspect of money and whilst i have no issue with people being motivated by money and doing something like maybe you'd want to do a youtube channel to make money perhaps right back then it was very much like everyone's doing because they loved it yeah and the start of like me realizing okay i can make money from this was actually when um we're, this is such a weird thing to, to to say but like this great to remember is like when I was sort of part of there's different teams within the Call of Duty space, yeah, and I was sort of joining these different teams, and then it would get to a point where people would recognise you for being part of the team and for also what you do, and people would then want to add you on Xbox. And actually, where it started, where I originally started making money, is people were like, "Okay, can I pay you to have you on my friends list on Xbox?" Right, okay. <laughs> and so I was like, "Well." Yeah, okay. okay. And they're like, how do I even charge for that? Yeah, yeah. And some people were charging like £30 a month right. for people to have them added on Xbox. Right, and that okay. is just mental. But then that sort of feeds into the idea of like digital assets having value. Yeah. Like, in fact, like not even that long ago, it was about two and a half years ago, I had a guy DM me on Twitter and said, hey, you know, your friends list I'd really want. Like, can I buy it off you? And I was like, what? Like, I've, I've not done YouTube videos in like... I don't know, six years or something. Yeah. If you want to buy my Xbox account, he was like, yeah. And he gave me, I think it was £150 or something for oh, my weird. Xbox account. Oh, weird. <laughs> Just to have the name. Yeah. And then I got a message on Twitter like about a week later after I sold it from some guy saying, oh, um, it was really nice playing with you. Da, da, da. So basically this guy was pretending to be me you, right, okay. to try and scam people. And that's what I didn't oh, I didn't really think that was going to happen. So yeah, that was a bit of a mistake. <laughs> right, i tell you what, right, let's, let's jump back then to the school. And you said about... Yeah. Um, you didn't really see the purpose of it. Did you perform well at school? Um, that's a really good question, actually. I, I didn't do badly. Like I, I got like eight GCSE, uh, was eight or nine GCSEs on yeah. C to Bs. I, it, it, I sort of, I, I could do stuff last minute really well, and I'd yeah. sort of just coast basically. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't amazing, and I wasn't great. But I didn't ever put my mind to being great either. Right. So you would have done a lot better if you sort of purpose in it Actually but you tried. still did so much better than i did <laughs> <laughs> it's like every single parent even was like you know he's got a lot of potential he doesn't put the effort in i was yeah. like you know what? i don't think that's ever going to change to be no. honest because nothing that we did ever engaged me until yeah. until youtube came along and i was right. realized okay wow like this there's this whole realm that i, I just loved it and how, did, I, how did you discover youtube um was it like a specific type of video that pulled you in or a person that when I um, check this out. I think it was like, you know, being at school and, you know, oh, I don't even know, to be honest. Like, when was the first time I really sort of looked at YouTube? Because for me, know. it didn't exist when I was still at school. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I finished in 2001. Yeah. YouTube wasn't wasn't there yet. It wasn't even like a, 
like a thought it was something you could spend your time doing you know it just didn't although funnily enough um I've just come across a video or USB just been given a USB by a friend of mine who I worked with um back in 2003 hello Jay if you're listening um he was my roommate when i worked abroad for the first time and we filmed a load of dumb shit when we were there nice almost vlogging as if youtube did exist yeah. talking to the camera like you're pioneers then without even realizing it <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's one of them things it's so like should have continued it i've genuinely had a camera pretty much in my hands since 2003 and i've been filming oh. random shit yeah haven't found that one thing that i really like to do because like you said with the experience I like to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I'll be I'll make jujitsu videos, I'll make you know, videos of training, I'll make videos with the kids or do an exercise or holiday ones or theme park ones and just have fun making content. It doesn't always go anywhere or be put into anything. I just like doing it. Pissing yeah. about like yeah. Like I'm some sort of famous presenter. I was like, <laughs> look at me, I'm on holiday. Who gives a shit? No, no <laughs> nobody does, but I'm having a good time, do you know? Yeah, that's um cool. But yeah, it's funny. We're sitting there on our on our sofa, going, "Captain's log. This is day twenty seven at the Bonari Hotel or whatever." Like, <laughs> like where they even did that sort of come from? Do you know? Um, it's nice to document things because then you look back at it. Like the fact that you did that mate, has meant awesome. that you could even should see the it. state of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Eighteen, it's like twig thin. Does it cringe you out a little bit? Watching uh, it, but you're happy at the same yeah. time. Some of it is like, oh my god, what an idiot, <laughs> what a moron an eighteen-year-old me was. But there is so so many just silly, funny little things that yeah. um, were great, and that say that's part of that experience that mm-hmm. I want to have now. So other than then like doing well in your GCSEs then you've discovered YouTube I suppose while you're at school because it existed mm. did you then go on to do further education or yeah not? so I do you know what my whole thing was I want to delay the inevitable and the inevitable in my mind at the time was going to work right so mm-hmm. I went to sixth form absolutely hated it um, the social dynamic between people was completely weird to me like um, you know you see on these sort of um, these films about high schools in America where you got the jocks and the geeks and da 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 and I saw that firsthand. Like it really was quite like that in, right. in, in the sixth one that I went to, and it was weird. And it wasn't like it depends on what subject you did. So the friends that I had at high school, just I never really spoke to them. It was almost like a complete separation to me. And I was like, oh, this is weird, and I just didn't enjoy the subject. I thought, you know what, I'm going to leave. And I went to college and I did um, IT for two right. years. And I was like, you know, I'll just do IT, and so I could carry on doing YouTube, and so I could just be doing something because otherwise I'd have to go to, to go to do work right and then after that I thought okay I'd really I was working at game actually I was oh, working okay. at game and it was like a sales job and it was all right and I liked games at the time so it made sense and I thought okay how am I going to delay this again because I'm now done college and I went to uni and I did video editing as a, as a degree right, okay. in London and I you know at first it interested me but then I just lost interest like you know what I really I liked editing but it's very time consuming and to become elite and to become really like successful in terms of like making a decent amount of money you typically have to start off at the bottom yeah. doing these crappy tasks like cutting up clips or organizing folders i don't want to do that shit yeah so yeah. i thought how can i go about doing this because one thing that everyone has in common that is a limited resource and that's time right everyone has the same amount of time so i thought okay as if i'm sitting there editing videos all day and it takes me six hours to make x amount of money how can i take it to the next level and so i thought me and my friend at the time um we're living together and he was at the year above me and he finished uni and I was year below, so I was at second year. I thought, shit, I need to now actually do something. Like, what am I going to do? And so 
I was watching League of Legends, which is one of the biggest games in the world. I was watching League of Legends videos, and there was a streamer that I liked, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to email him and ask him if I can edit videos for him. And I right. actually just looked into uh, cold um, email outreach. Yeah. So I thought, there's so many people that just email them garbage. Like, it's hard to get actually noticed and actually read. So I spent a bit of time researching how do you email someone without them expecting the email to get a response. And so right. after then researching into it, okay, the first line you want to say their name and also a compliment, so that draws their attention, okay. Yeah. And you need to have a short line of the value that you're going to provide them, etc. And so, yeah, I got a response back. I started editing videos for him. And it, it was about a month and a half in. I thought, okay, this is interesting. But again, I was like, I just... I don't want to be, I don't see myself editing videos forever. And, right. But I knew editors in the space and I have a better understanding of how to talk to people on a professional level than most of these people do. And yeah. so I thought, okay, I said to my friends, right, how about we start a business? No idea what we're doing. Let's start a business where we message streamers, live streamers and YouTubers, etc. Say, okay, we will provide you videos. We'll do the thumbnails. We'll do the titles. We'll do everything for you. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. And so the core focus for them is actually creating Creative. content, which yeah, is their whole yeah. purpose, right? And so that's what we did for close to three years. It was incredibly stressful. My life was work. Like yeah. everything after it, everything was secondary from that. Um, and it was it was an interesting time. But there's so many problems that I had to overcome, like you know hiring people remotely, yeah. like you know trust, like what sort of reprimands do you give people when they don't deliver on time? Like, how do you go about doing that? That was a challenge. And, you know, if things weren't delivered on time and they weren't getting the performance they wanted, whose fault was it? It was mine. So it was, it was, it was a, a real moment in my life where I was like, okay, there's a lot of money here because if you can provide value to unique value to those that are making good money, yeah. you can put yourself in a good position. Um, but I was waking up every day and I just remember waking up every day thinking, do you know what? I really don't like this. And I didn't really know how to change my perspective on what the route I want to go. Yeah. And I'll actually tell you, so I, I took some mushrooms, magic yeah. mushrooms. Um, there we go. Um, Say no to drugs, kids. Yeah, don't, I don't Except advise it, by the way. Um, educational purposes only, sorry. Um, but yeah, I thought, you know what, I really want to think about this in a separate way. And I thought, okay, I took some mushrooms and I sat there for about eight hours thinking and I thought, do you know what, I need to move on my life. And what I did is I looked into different ways to make money. I yeah. thought, okay, I want to sell products online. How do I sell products? Okay, well, I need the product first. I need to sell it to someone. I don't have the capital to, to buy the products. What do I do then? Um, okay, how about I find manufacturers that have products that will ship it to people and then and then just sell it, uh, send it to them once they're bought, which is dropshipping. Yeah. Yeah. And that blew my mind, the concept of, okay, I can sell someone a product that I don't own yeah. and only buy it once I actually receive the money. Yeah. So the next step was, okay, what is a good product to sell? <laughs> and there's this Chinese website called um, AliExpress. Have you heard mm -hmm. of AliExpress? Yeah. And one material that Chinese manufacturers can make really cheap is glass. Right, okay. They can make glass really cheap. So I thought, okay, what's a really interesting glass item? Um, and the glass item I found was functional glass, and that is a bong. Okay. Um, and... More drug paraphernalia, sorry. children. Um, yeah, sorry. Um, and <laughs> I, yeah, I went on eBay and I found these these bongs basically on on AliExpress and I listed yeah. them on on eBay because they're really cheap and people bought them. I was like, wow, okay, this is the start of it. But then it wasn't regular income. It was actually quite challenging because people want things quickly. And yeah. when you're buying things from China, although I made it very clear that it's from from China, people still they didn't want to wait. Yeah. They didn't want to wait. So I was like, okay, what do I do then? And I looked into email marketing. I looked into social media marketing, and again, it just didn't trigger that much interest yeah. for me but here's where here's where it really went to the next level so 
during the time that I worked at that company that I'd set up with my friend, it, I actually left because we had a disagreement. I, at the time, was in about £2,000 overdrawn yeah. as a student, and he had some money. And he said, OK, I'll actually front the £1,000, whatever it was, to set up the company, get the logo, get the website done, etc., and then we'll work on the company together. And I, we start this business with trust. Like I was trusting that I was going to get a cut of yeah. the equity of the business at some point. It never happened. He ended up stringing me along. And it got to a point where, and it was a lesson learned 100%. My mum was like, you need to come to agreement immediately if you do a business with yeah. him. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I will, mum, I will. I got screwed with it. But essentially what happened at the end of it, after a couple of years, I said, look, we need to sort this out. What am I going to get? And his response was, after we thought about it, he said, right, every client that you get from now until December, it was like three or four months, um, I'll give you 5% up to a cap of, um, I think it was like 20% or something. Right. I said, okay, so after three years of dedicating my entire life to the company, you want me to now work for my equity yeah, yeah yeah and i basically left and what i realized is is that you know i was on about it depends it, it ramped up it was about 1500 pounds a month and then it went to 2000 pounds and i went down to 1500 pounds because we lost one of our biggest clients a lot of startups have this yeah. problem where they rely on one client for most of their income yeah. if anything happens with that then it causes a massive issue with you know everything else in the business so i had to went down i thought you know what I'm not going to now have to prove myself again when I've spent all this time building this company up. And I just hit up these creators and um, one guy, and I, I I really do appreciate this man a lot, and his name's Quebelcop, his real name's Geordie. Yeah. And he's got like 12 million subscribers or something like that. And I spoke to him here and there and he hit me up and said, hey man, I want to hire you as an idea developer. Yeah. And I said, what? What do you mean? Like, this is like... Um, 2019-ish, something like that. Yeah. I said, right, what do you mean by that? He says, right, so I want you to come up with ideas for my channel. That's your job. Yeah. I was like, okay, like that's brilliant. Like Most of his content was reacting to videos, so okay. you know, I had to find the video that was interesting. For example, one that I remember was um, someone made like a Minecraft-style maze, right. and they had this hamster run around in this maze, okay? Now, I found that video. I thought, okay, that's viral. He needs to react to it. Um, but that was the start of like, wow, okay, this is this is how I can start making money. And actually, at the time, that was about, um, I think it was um, just over 100 euros yeah. a day right, okay. for this thing. And it was five days a week. And I was like, wow, this is more than what I was making at my, you know, three years of this company. And suddenly I'm doing this job and, like, it's more. And it's only a few hours a day. Like, yeah. it's very concentrated. Like, what thing, this whole mindset change where it's like, you know, Typically, you'll get paid an hourly for for amount of time. But then if you get paid for producing results, if the results take two, three hours, yeah. it doesn't matter. You're no. being paid for the results. Yeah. So that was a whole mind-blowing situation. I was like, wow, shit, I could just do this. I could just approach... Because the thing is, and, and again, one of the biggest content creators on the platform, Mr. Beast, yeah. who, who actually... Thankfully to say, I and mean, it's crazy to be honest, I do work for his team now. Yeah. You know, what he said in the podcast, which I completely agree, is no matter who you are, the idea comes first. If you don't have the idea, you don't have the video, full yes. stop. And so I realized, okay, there's all these creators that are really successful, but quite frankly, have got no idea what they're doing. They'll get up every day, and go, right, what am I doing? And then they'll think on the day what we're doing, plan it, get it done. Right. And there's no real like pre thought, and it's challenging to come up with these ideas yeah, every single day. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just basically hit up these creators and said, hey, like, you know, I can help you with ideas. And I, yeah, got got responses and, and set it up. But then the question is here, because this job isn't on Indeed, you can't go online and search in no. idea developer. Like, yeah. it's not, it doesn't exist. Like, when they say how much you charge, 
What do you say? Like, well, today, okay. sir, for you, I've got this <laughs> special, special deal. deal. <laughs> Hold on, let me just... Oh, funnily enough, you've just hit a vouch code. We've got a, got a discount running today. There you go. <laughs> Shit. What I'd say is, though, like for anyone that's interested in YouTube, whilst it is great to come up with content and, and make it, I think if you have any interest, if you're a creative person, you have any interest in the ideas behind it, if you really want to make a great video, yeah. there are so many content creators out there, so many niches that I've not even tapped into. My personal interest is real life challenges and gaming is my, yeah. is my challenge. There's travel, there's beauty, there's um, sports, there's, you know, gaming is another one as well. But like, you know, there's all these creators that are really successful, but they need help. Yeah. And, and you're not, and one thing that a lot of people will go with is, is they'll, wait for the opportunity to come to you one thing that really changed my life is creating the opportunities like literally just hitting these people up and say hey i can provide value to you yeah. is this of interest and they'd have to be stupid to say to not give you the time of day to even at least have the conversation yeah um with you so that's that was a, a real big moment for me where i was like damn like this is this, and, and i'll tell you what to come up with ideas though where there's the different techniques to it like how would you just come up with an idea like my grandma was like okay so how do you actually go about it? You just sit there and think of ideas. And like, oh, there's different techniques. One that's really great is, is word a uh, random word generator. Right, okay, yeah. Okay, association, word association. So, for so example, I thought you were going to say mushrooms again. But... No, not mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mushrooms. No, not mushrooms. Uh, random word generator. Yeah, so I'd see the word maze. I'm like, oh, okay, what about, like, you know, impossible mirror maze? Let's get a giant warehouse. Let's get loads of mirrors and we'll make a maze. There we go. That, that's, it's just, I love the idea of just coming up with anything, like, yeah. and just and making it happen. And so that was, like, a big part of what I do and what I still do now is just coming up with ideas. So now that would then say like exactly that idea, the massive giant maze full of mirrors. Yeah. How would you know who to approach with that who could afford to make it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like how do you how do you select the right creators knowing that they're making enough income to be able to put these ideas into place? Yeah, that's 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 a really good question. So it depends on the person. So like if 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 you're interested in um, you know beauty products and you're like yeah. okay I, I'm really involved in knowing what the latest beauty product is maybe there's some weird new trend and that creator that you approach say, hey I can come help you come up with ideas like there, there will be a set budget involved or perhaps they could reach out to a company to actually provide that product but in terms of understanding the scope of the idea yeah. you'd have to ask the questions like, you know asking questions is really important in fact by I would base the experience of someone or the how how interesting I find someone based on the questions that they ask. In yeah. fact, you know, like you'll ask these questions like, what is your budget on, the, on a video? So for exact, for recently I spoke to a guy who hit me up and said, Hey man, I want you to come up with, I want to be, I have a creative director and I want you to come up with ideas for me. And I went, okay. So I looked at his channel. He's got like, um, just over a million subscribers and he does these little challenge videos. And the first thing, thing I should do is what's your budget? Yeah. How much do you want to spend per video? And he said, oh, up to a thousand dollars a video. So I was like, okay, fine. So that it narrows it down. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, are, is there a certain type of content that you actually enjoy making? Do you like the challenges? Do you like the pranks? Yeah. Do you like the social experiment? Um, those sort of things, and then you, and you sort of narrow it down. So one guy that I worked with, um, Faze Rug, he does um, challenge-based videos, and it, what's really important for him is producing it on the same day. So one one video idea that I quite liked is there was a, a trend going on where it was involving what they say is the world's strongest man. So basically just a really, really built up guy, but they would say he's the world's strongest man mm -hmm. for a YouTube video. And I thought, okay, how can we make this interesting? Because I don't know the concept that works well is um, prisons. So how about we yeah. build a cage around a strongest man 
and then have him break out of this cage that we created. Yeah. But it's going to be difficult. So then during the course of the video, we give him different tools. Because that's the one of the most important thing about YouTube is retention. Yeah. You need to make sure that people are engaged throughout. Like, yeah. you know, some people would say YouTube's luck, but actually most it's, I wouldn't say it's luck at all. It's, it's planning. Like if you have a, what's with YouTube, if you don't have package the video correctly, if you make the best video on the planet, but you don't have a good title and thumbnail, no one's watching it. Yeah, yeah. So I'd actually say arguably that the title and thumbnail is more important than the video itself. Yeah. Um, so we, we spent a lot of time, like before the video is even made, what you need is a title and thumbnail made. Yeah. Now, if the thumbnail is of you doing the thing within the video, you would literally just take a picture of yourself pretending to do that thing. So yeah. at least you have... Before you've got started. You have so. an idea, yeah. Especially if it's going to cost thousands and thousands of pounds sure. to make. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, but with him, though, you know, what really surprised me is the level of... There wasn't pre-planning. Like, he would wake up every day and literally go, right, what am I doing today? Yeah. And and, and it was like, what's the, whatever the best thing I come up with that day we're doing. Right. And so I brought... I came on, I was like, look, man, like... We need to like take a step back. Like, first of all, stop putting so much pressure on yourself yeah. to deliver. Whilst yes, your fans are waiting for videos, let's produce a better quality video because ultimately you're going to get better results from it anyway. Yeah. Um. So you know, during the time that I worked with different creators, like I worked with a lot over the last five years, and some are easier to work with than others. Yeah. Um, a lot. Some are like really, really challenging. Ego, in particular, yeah. comes into play. Um. Because, you know, some are, like, a lot of these people that I work with, they've made so much money, it doesn't really matter. They don't even look at how much money they're earning because it, it doesn't matter because their lifestyle is just whatever. It just, it's going to go up regardless. So yeah. they'll make a video for either they want to make the best video possible, which is what Mr. Beast does. He wants to, no matter yeah. what, make the best video possible, which I love. Some were just doing it for their own ego. You know, they want the better numbers, the bigger numbers. Like, that's, that's what their whole thing is. But that's a really dangerous trap. And, in fact, that's... The sort of danger that I see this world going into now, yeah. particularly kids, yeah. their whole self worth is based yeah. on what they appear. So this, to be this is this is that thing where you kind of need to go into the whole like the whole social media world and all of that. How is it? Bit suppose a bit of an out there kind of question. But in the future, do you ever expect to have children? Is there something you're interested in? Uh, it's I'm I'm open to the idea of it. Yeah. Open to it. It's yeah. not it's not on your wavelength no, anywhere near. Yeah, I, I would soon. be open to it. Yeah. No, it just it's that like where how do you see this like, affecting your kids like the way the social media is going mm-hmm. at the minute like uh, even with mine a lot of their friends they have TikTok they have Facebook they have Instagram they have Snapchat WhatsApp the whole shebang. Mm. Um, you know my daughter's eleven. Yeah. You know, obviously TikTok's not designed for kids. Yeah. Um, and we you know, obviously we don't let my daughter have it. It's just like, nah, because it's, it's it's too easy for you to see all sorts of shit that you don't need to see on there. Yeah. It's like you know, like I said to I said to someone the other day, like I'll get to a point where I'll when she's going to school or whatever, um, and that's going to become more of a thing about kids having more social media things. Is like, okay. My social media and my like TikTok or whatever quite frequently features women not wearing a lot. Yeah. That is what me and a lot of other men like to look at. Yeah. And that is why these women are making a lot of money. Yeah. So you want to be involved in this and have all these men looking at you for the way that you look mm. and think how people are going to be paying attention to you. It's not... You can you can say it's as innocent as you want. You can say it's you know, but I like 
I like women. I like the way women <laughs> yeah. look. So I like yeah. to look at women. And so the algorithms, goddamn you algorithm, yeah, exactly. has picked up on that. And that's what I see a lot of. Um, and unfortunately, I think a lot of young girls feel this need to present themselves in a way to get the followers, mm. to get income even yeah. possibly from such a young age. Um, and I think that's it's really dangerous for one. Uh, it's quite sad. Yeah. Um, but what do you, you think it's going to get worse for kids? I think it's going to be really a challenge. I think I think education is really important mm. around it because, like you know, I think restricting kids to a certain point, especially when they go to high school, right? It's going to be there. Like yeah. in fact, by them not being on it, they might even be ostracised by other kids yeah. by not being on it. So I think it's important that they're educated around it. And by you know, I know when I was younger, and there was um, you know guys that I was friends with that their parents were really strict they would actually go the other way like they'll be really um what's the word looking for like they would just want to have access to it as much as possible like they right. would go the other way they'll be really yeah uh, yeah no i appreciate so, uh, that's that's just generally how people mm. work you tell me i can't i'm gonna bloody do it Literally. Uh, and yeah no doubt there's somewhere she's spending time on tiktok with someone but she i don't know she doesn't have one on her phone at least yeah um and i'm sure at some point she will and at some point we'll just have to go yeah, sure. And it depends on what they like. Like, I'm sure if your daughter went on TikTok now, I'm sure all of her for you page, which is the algorithm recommended, would be like dogs, art. I don't know, really know, but it'd be silly stuff like that. For you, it'd be yeah. a different story. <laughs> um, you know, mine, mine, mine is funny, and that whole algorithm thing is is weird. Like, yeah, I like all the like extreme sports stuff. I like all my jujitsu stuff. So I have people chucking their motorbikes around here, there, mm. and I people riding. You know, road bikes and I have stuff to do with cars and I have stuff to do with fighting and then I have stuff to do with scantily clad women you know yeah. because that's I'm a man what do you, you know what do you want from me god damn you TikTok um, yeah and hopefully you know hers won't like she has an interest in uh, creating videos she does little YouTube shorts with mm. um, little anime characters that she builds a story or she does like stop motion with Lego and stuff like that because I used to do that yeah a little bit yeah a little bit like that or she do like a popular current song or whatever and do her little characters dancing yeah, yeah, to yeah. it and stuff she's got I don't know how many bloody videos she's got but she's got getting thousands of views on some of yeah. her stuff you know and you know hopefully that's where she'll continue to have her interest yeah but it also depends who you're hanging around with yeah as well so it's the influence from other people isn't it that can sometimes be the problem mm. like you can educate your kids as much as you like but still going to go out on her own somehow branch out and um do something stupid. Yeah, and actually, there's this girl that I was seeing for a little bit, and you know, I, I I'm not on TikTok. I don't watch it because I know that it's going to absorb my time. And all these social media apps yes. are literally competing for your time, and yeah. they'll do everything they can. And everything that you do on social media, how long you're looking at something, how much you scroll, like yeah. everything you can imagine is being recorded and being digested as information fed into this system of knowledge, basically. Yeah. Um, and so with her, when I, I was just like looking at her, watching TikTok, she's on it all the time. I was watching her watching it. And I was thinking, how do you like this shit? And yeah. most of it actually was people complaining about their life right. and sharing their experiences with mental health. Now, I think it's important to share things, experiences about your mental health, but I think also it depends on how it's being shared because actually there's some people that will deal with their mental health issues in quite a toxic way. Yeah. And by sharing that toxic way in a way where it seems like it's the correct way to deal with it, yeah. then other people are like, oh, actually, maybe I should do that. And yeah. then it's... It's a really, it's a weird dynamic. It's it's very much a danger, I think, of, of all social media at the minute, which again is where 
I stopped spending a lot of time on it during COVID. Mm. You know, I tried to launch a clothing company or whatever and a brand at the time and, you know, it involves spending a lot of time on social media, but there was so much negativity, so much false information, so many gullible morons sharing stuff on the internet that other gullible morons were sharing and mm. moaning. And then you have this whole group of people, even people that you know, suddenly are really negative and really downplaying everything and bad mouth and all these things. And realistically, they have no idea what they're talking about because they've done zero research. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem is people don't seem to have the ability to spend time to find out real information anymore. It's mm. like, aha, I've been fed that call, cool, must be true. Share it, spread some more fear, 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 share all that, share all that fear. Fear, literally. Um, fear is the most you know, powerful emotion. 100%. Yeah. Um, but so many people just ran with it. Mm. So much bullshit. So I, I had to come away from it and stop yeah. promoting you know the brand and stuff because i just didn't want to be on social media i didn't want to be anywhere near it um it's so a love-hate relationship for me because yeah. i i don't want to feed into it yeah but it is my job and and yeah actually being part of the agency that i was helping these um girls who are only fans to yes. do their youtube channels you know it was like i i don't have an issue with with people wanting to be on only fans I think they need to be educated to understand really what they're getting themselves in for because, yeah. you know, I, I met these people that are very, very wealthy. One was making forty, fifty thousand a month, yeah. right, which is unreal amounts of money. I watering amounts of money. But she hated life, you know. Yeah. I think you know, she realised, okay, you know what, I wanted to do these certain things, I've got these bills, I've got these these debts hanging over my head, I wanna go out and live this unachievable fake life that you see on Instagram and yeah. stuff. Once they actually achieve it, it's like, now what? It's just hollow. Yeah. It's now what? It's, it's, you know, and then it's this constant thing of like, they'll have all these thousands of people saying, I love you, you know, da, 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 all this stuff. I see these few little comments yeah. saying their, um, you know, what, what they hate about themselves. Maybe their eyes are a little bit off or whatever, but even though that's not really, but that's what they believe. Then they're just forever in this like unhappy state and stuff. And it was just a, it was really weird to see this unfold. Yeah. Um, and there are some people that genuinely do enjoy that sort of work. And again, I don't necessarily have any issue. Like, there's this whole thing, like the sort of discussions that I'd have with the people in the company, because my involvement was not directly with OnlyFans, but it was these girls would have YouTube channels, they would do try on hauls and things yeah. like that, which is like just cr try on clothes and then to then promote their OnlyFans, people to go over to OnlyFans. Um, and it, it worked. Like, you know, people were interested in this sort of stuff yeah. and it would go over, but it's, they would always just, it, it was an uphill battle. Like yeah. I, I, that, in fact, part of the reason why I decided to work with the company in the first place, they told me that they have a life coach and they also have a therapist right. free for the girls okay. to actually use. I was like, you know what? Morally, I'm all right with that. Yeah. Because if I, if there's a girl that came on board, which there was um, a time where this girl came on board and I had this, you know, introductory call and asked her what she wanted to do. What what you're interested in? Nothing. So what you know, and I, and I could just tell like this wasn't for her. And I, I said to the company, look, I actually wouldn't feel comfortable. First yeah, of all, being helping her. her or being part of the company if we continue continue with this girl. Yeah. And that decision was made to to say, look, you are not ready for this. You need to be mentally in the right headspace to yeah. to take up on this work. So yeah, and I worked with them for. Um, just about a year and three months and the simple question that a lot of people ask and i ask myself as well is why do people pay for adult content in particular yeah. when it's free online yeah and you know i researched into this like why is it and, and and the answer is 
a couple of things. One is a lot of men have issues with um, with being told no, yeah, and being told like rejection is in fact the, the main thing. Rejected. And if you in, if you're on OnlyFans and you're paying this woman or man to talk to you, although you're paying for it, yeah. <laughs> although you're paying for it, it's like you're not going to get rejected. Yeah. Um, and some people want to be able to talk to um these women that they may not have other had the opportunity to talk to them yeah. online. But one thing that they didn't realise, which I think is morally an issue for me, um, is the fact that 99% of these girls, and, and men, but 99% of these girls, that are successful on OnlyFans. Somebody else managing the comments. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not actually talking to them. <laughs> no, the no. big selling point is, oh, yeah, come talk to me one-to-one. Yeah. In fact, you're talking to some random Personal guy pretending to be the girl. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. <laughs> Okay, there you go, you guys and girls playing for OnlyFans out there. Yeah, I, I will be honest, right? I've seen these odd women sort of pop up and go, "Ooh, wonder how much they're charging." And you go and have a look, and you go, "Who, who's paying like twenty four pound a month to see whoever this is?" Like, well, you got some golden vagina, you know? <laughs> <laughs> People just want to see it sparkle. You know, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's not cool. something for for me, and it's not something I'd ever pay for. I don't have an issue with rejection, only from my wife, obviously. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's... Um, I don't know, I suppose, if, you know, if I was a lonely young man who seems to think the only half-decent women are only on the internet. But it's that, you know, you know how many of them, again, are just doing it for the buck? And I, I mean, I know people have got debts and they've got, you know, things to buy... But fifty grand a month, you must be doing a hell of a lot of content and a hell of a lot. Of really, bit, though, weird to enough, manage that. You'd be surprised how yeah. little. In fact, it was an uphill battle to actually get her to do to anything. Do work, in fact, right. like, it was like, and also because of the contracts involved with the content, like she was on. Um, these girls would be on like multi-year contracts because yeah. they'll blow them up. The deal is, this agency will come on and say, right, we'll run new social medias, we'll come up with the ideas, we'll do everything for you. So literally, just have to do content. Um, that's the deal for a percentage. Now, they will just have this agency and they'll just do basically nothing. They'll do barely little. But if these girls don't want to film, yeah. I wouldn't pressure it. I'd be like, do you want to film content? No. Okay, okay. fine. There's yeah. no questions asked. Because of the nature of the work that it is, yeah, you cannot yeah. be in any position to be... Forced I'll ask. We'll have a plan every week. Yeah. Say, so this is the sort of plan that we have. Yes, do you like it? Yeah. And then when it comes down to it, they don't want to do it, that's it. Like, I don't question And there was this weird middle ground where it's like, you know, I was talking to the... Um, you know, the owner of those companies, they're like, look, we need to try and make sure they're doing this content. I'm like, what do you want me to say? Like, I, you know, if they're not going to do it, they're not going to do it. Like, yeah. I'll support them where possible, but if they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. Yeah. Like, that's that's the end of it. You will get your butt cheeks out. <laughs> right now, Missy. <laughs> well, it's weird, like, you know, in terms of, like, I, again, wasn't directly involved with the OnlyFans stuff, but, like, with the YouTube videos, like, yeah. can you please just film yourself trying on five different outfits yeah. for 30 minutes? Yeah. And that was a challenge. Like, I, I, it I blew my mind how that was actually. Right, OnlyFans, I'm coming. I'm going to be trying on clothes. <laughs> I'm going to get my sheen hold. All in. <laughs> yeah, try, all yeah we're good. trying on bikinis and summer dresses for the foreseeable future. <laughs> Some of the requests they would get was is, sure. is very interesting. I'm sure. I, I have no doubt. <laughs> Honestly, I am attractive. I got a really good body. I look good in them summer dresses. But yeah, no, it is. It is odd, isn't it? The, the whole the people do spend a hell of a lot of time consuming content. 
Yeah. You know, and it said, yeah, there's, and that's it. There's money to be made. And people, again, like living these lifestyles, but like you said, not all of it is legit. Not all of it's real. Right. Obviously, our people making a hell of a lot of money, yeah. but it's feeling that need to want to, I suppose, become what all these other people are. And the I other. Most of them are not even enjoying themselves. And no. In school, I think yeah. what's really important that I wish I was taught is financial literacy because yeah. you're not taught that. Yeah. And, you know, there's these girls that, like, I think it's crazy that they're making all this money and yet I find out, oh, they don't have the money to pay the tax because they don't have the money because they're, they're in fact taking loans out yeah. to go on these trips, to yeah. have these clothes, to yeah. present themselves in a way that makes them look successful and in, in reality, they're crippled financially. Yeah. And it's like, how have you won so, this yeah. <laughs> So you, you've got your coochie out, right, for all these men to enjoy and you're wasting all the money. So you're doing all the work to make the income, yeah. putting yourself out there and not being able to sustain there are some though that do that and that are have a business mindset mm. and they do really really well oh, sure most of the people that do only fans that i've have experience with have no idea what they're doing yeah. at all and so you know to spend all their money on a new car or whatever like it's it's what they want in fact that's part of the reason why they even start in the first place is yeah. to to get those things yeah. but then you know i've enjoyed being able to buy the things that i want to buy but and it, it's nice but you don't get fulfilled by that no I, I don't find it fulfilling like it's it's great i don't want to like i think people should have goals for themselves and to want to get the nice house the nice car etc but just don't expect that when you get that you feel it's as like, just expect that it will feel not as good as you're expecting yeah in, in a way i don't know it's kind of a weird one to sort of um get your head around really i think quite a few people talk about it though, don't they it's like well, you've got your rolex but now what doesn't feel any different on your wrist than your hundred pound watch. Yeah. Doesn't feel any different. Still mm. tells the time. Now I can appreciate a hand built automatic like. It's an art to it. Is yeah. It I, I can appreciate that. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's like yeah, if I could have a one of a hundred or a one of ten something that was mm. handcrafted by some fucking wizard <laughs> in a workshop, yeah. dingy as this garage, um, you know, and then you, you'd pay for that something that is. Uh, I suppose you know a a piece of art. Yeah, exactly. You know, not a one of ten thousand Rolex that looks exactly the same as that geezer's over yeah. there. That coincidentally, looks exactly the same as my Casio. Yeah, you know, I love art. I absolutely. Yeah, love it. no. I, and we're going to this weird space of digital art now. Right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> digital, like, yeah. No, obviously, I uh, might have spent the night, you know, partying with you the other day and noticed some of your art. Um, <laughs> Yeah, art. Yeah, no. See, the, the, I've I've always just sort of been to art, but never really invested in much in the way of art. If you know what I mean, I don't mm. have money to invest for starters because I don't don't do anything to earn loads of money. Plus, I got <laughs> you know my mortgage and my wife and my kids and all that jazz, and I'm not an intellectual wizard such as yourself. So I don't think you're giving yeah. enough, yourself enough credit, though, man. There's a lot. What, what? There's a lot of you have a lot of potential. Ah, uh, yeah, I know I do. I'm just lazy. Just focus on the <laughs> just focus on the one thing that you really like. But I think like trying at least yeah. is, is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's that. Is oh, I am. Um... Do you want to come up with ideas for YouTubers? Does that interest you? Uh, <laughs> maybe I, not. My brain would get stuck. I tell you what, there was a point in my time when I was again when I was talking about doing the clothing business. I was constantly coming up with ideas for different pieces of for art like mm. I'm not an artist I can't do art for mm. shit 
Um, when I first started, I wanted to do clothing companies. Like, yeah, oh, I've got this idea, and I'll go and draw something. Like, well, that was fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but then I ended up working with a guy who was an artist, and he could put my ideas into practice. Yeah, I was like, mate, yeah, that's fucking cool. And I'd so I'd be driving around because I've got that the know-how of someone being able to put it into perspective. All these ideas I come up with, I'd be thinking all the time, I'd driving around thinking new ideas, thinking shit to come up with, yeah. just so I could get excited and call and go, oh, mate, can you can you put this together? And like, oh, I've got this idea. Da, 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 show you don't me necessarily need to be the person that executes on the idea. No, no, like, no. I think coming up with the ideas itself is like, in a way more valuable because you yeah. wouldn't even be making it if you didn't have the idea in the first place I had a good idea the other day for right. a, for a, for a, an item a piece of technology I'm not going to say it now because someone might steal my <laughs> complete <pending>. useless pointless <laughs> idea see your dragon's dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no I can't, I can't mention it it's such a good idea you know could be worth millions of rubles or whatever the fuck sort of <laughs> rubles. <laughs> rubles some sort of really really pointless currency that has a really really high decimal number yeah I know it's been rubies isn't it Ruby. Indian rubies that's like a million rubies, rubies like something stupid <laughs> yeah 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 got a million rubles it's just got two pound fifty mate you could buy your Mars bar um, <laughs> okay so then the other, so the other thing then that, that you have a vested interest in currently is all is the digital art world, as you mm. just brought up. Yeah. How and why did you decide to get involved in digital art? Yeah. Um, oh, it was when I was. It's about a not even probably about a year and three months ago. It wasn't even that long. Like this past year has been absolutely insane. Like that, yeah. how everything's changed. Um, and I, I knew know, knew about crypto for a yeah. while and the the digital space. I I didn't really take it seriously. In fact, I found out about crypto mining, which is about like the, without getting too technical, it's about the transactions within cryptocurrency to make it all work. Yeah. And I watched a video about mining and making money, and that was like twenty twelve. And you know, I, I watched it. I was like, mm, okay. And then that was it. But had I actually taken it seriously, that could have been absolutely yeah. insane. But it was about a year a year and a bit ago friend of mine was involved and he said he bought some digital artwork and I said right and then he sold it and made some money and I thought how does it make sense and it goes completely against anything that you'd imagine is like how does anything that's not physical in front of you have any value yeah and 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 the answer is like it doesn't matter what you personally think if enough people think it's valuable then it's valuable yeah and that's it and that's the same with the market right it's like you know I, I don't feel like an image should cost 300,000 but if there's a buyer there's enough buyers out there that would pay for it and there's enough people that have bought it to then not want to sell it for less than that. Therefore, it's got that value. Yeah. So I started by looking into different cryptocurrencies, basically, and I found one that I really liked, and I res- it resonated with me in, in terms of the mission and what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the world, that, the financial world that we're in right now is is really doomed, actually. And, and every year that goes by through inflation, your money's worth less and less. And so, you know, I feel like, okay, so I'm spending all this time do- doing the work that I do. I make the money that I make. X amount goes to tax, but then the money that I'm left out with is worth less and less every year. So I'm like, hang on, how does this make sense? Yeah. And then the money that you have is ultimately controlled by a centralized entity like the banks and stuff, and what you spend your money on, they want to make sure they control that. And so I was like, mm, okay, this doesn't make sense. And so I found this project um, that has now gone to zero, um, and it was all about creating a decentralized currency, so a currency yeah. that wasn't controlled by one entity. And yeah. I felt, wow, that's 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 amazing. That's what we need. And so I invested in that early, and 
you know, it, it accumulated to a point where it was, um, it was like 15 times my money or something yeah. like that to, uh, at, at its height. But I was so desensitised by seeing the number on, on a screen of, of what it went to, I thought, Do you know what, I, I have so much um, conviction in it going higher that I never really took much. I took some out here and there, but nothing crazy. Um, and, and yeah, I start, I did this project with this team, um, this NFT project, and yeah. those that don't know what an NFT is, the best way to explain it is, imagine it's like a digital receipt. So um, I, I believe that when you buy a house, when you buy a car, when you get a, a train ticket, you will have an NFT. And what, what's important about that, it's, it's a digital receipt that can't be changed or messed with. Yeah. So it's like a verification sort of thing. So the technology right now is being used for an image. So you'll buy... You're not really buying an image. You're buying a string of code that points to an image. And yeah. I'm going to get getting kind of complicated yeah. here, but um, <laughs> the NFT technology is being used for images. But what can you do with an image? So by buying this image, maybe you have access to a certain group. So, for example, um, okay, so if I'm going to do like a club night and I have different NFTs of silver, bronze, and gold tier, yeah. they could represent how much you actually get within the club. So yeah. there's real-life benefits to owning this NFT. On a surface level, it's digital image, but it's what that digital image gives for you yeah. that I feel is really interesting. And so right now, this technology is quite early on, and there's only so much that is being done with it. Most people will get into it because of the money-making opportunity, but it's very, very hard to understand what exactly is going to go up. Yeah. Um, unless you have insider knowledge um, but yeah basically a friend of mine approached me about doing a project and um, we did and it was one of the I'll never forget it it was most insane experience because I just saw in front of it because we created this community of people that cared about a project yeah. and we sold um, 8,000 just over 8,000 images yeah. on the internet and it's just like how does this make sense but then <laughs> when we made the project people using it and loving it and talking about it and then yeah. we had like it was just i love it i love building a project i love working towards a goal now i spend years working for creators and helping them build their business and helping them grow yeah but to actually do my own thing was just really exciting yeah you know because sometimes i work with creators and i'm not that interested like for example i'm not interested in minecraft okay yeah. but a lot of the creators i work with do Minecraft because it is one of the biggest games on the planet. You can do anything on it. You can literally come up with anything on it. And so, but I just don't care. I just, yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. I just don't. So that's it. And, you know, and but to do side projects that are growing towards a certain purpose, I yeah. think is really, really exciting. And so that's what I want to make sure that, you know, it's great that you're still doing this. You know, like this is something that you're passionate about. And if it does get really, really successful, that's an extra for you. But you're yeah. doing it because you love it. Um, and, and I really respect that. And I think that's really important for everyone to look at their lives and think, okay, what do I actually really care about? And I want to do something with no expectation of being really successful. Because there are people that hit me up about advice about YouTube. I'm more than happy to give it. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it's really important to align your expectations. Um, you know, I, I've... Uh, my, the most important thing for me, as I might have mentioned earlier, is, is freedom. I want to have freedom. I don't want to have to do anything. Yeah. I have to now get up and have to do work because I've got my rent, I've got my tax bill, all this sort of stuff. But I don't want to, I want to work towards a goal where I don't have to do anything. That doesn't mean I will spend every day on the sofa doing nothing. nothing yeah. But I don't want to have to do have anything. To. <laughs> so, so, so then what is the progress? Um, so other than the goals then within the NFT, I assume you'll have another project on the go at some point. Yeah. Uh, would that be once a sort of market kind of yeah, recovers moved. a bit? Yeah. Oh. What I didn't realise is that a lot of 
the market um, when it was going up was propped up by um, basically valueless money. And so when I looked at some crazy stat, and I was thinking about this today, I can't remember the exact figures, but it was like all the debt that USA have accumulated over the last just over 100 years is yeah. X amount of trillions, right? In the last two years, they've more than doubled that amount of debt. Yeah. So what happened is they're printing, the governments are just printing, printing money. money. They're yeah. just like, just print, 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 because we've got all these issues. Print money, give it to them, and then that will then be propped up, go into the stock market and yeah. stuff. And they got to a point where it just hit a wall. It's like, shit, this is actually just completely worthless. It all just goes down, and, and that was that. So... It was a real shock to me because I thought that a lot of what was going on was natural um, growth and yeah. like adoption, quite frankly. But then when it started crashing and the, the issues started to show, I was like, shit, like we've got a long way to go. And actually because of the way that the setup is and all the, the money printing, yeah, I think we're in for a bumpy ride. In fact, we already are in a bumpy ride, but no, it's... I don't want to be doom and gloom here, but we are in a bit. We're in a shit right now. We're in the shit. Women and children in the boat first. The rest of us men will stay on board and keep buying NFTs. <laughs> I think. I think like right now, whilst the market is really terrible, I think it's the perfect time for building and yeah. creating, and you know, working up to to creating something in the real world. Like, you know, I want to make something that people actually benefit from, and whilst my job is helping people create interesting videos for entertainment's sake i do want to make something that changes the world and so that's what i'm trying to figure out Some, someone outside <laughs> this studio space laughing their ass <laughs> off currently <laughs> just here giggling outside the door <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah it's, it's a weird world i don't really know enough about i haven't put enough time into researching it and being involved in it i think it's just one of them things I think like you said before when you looked at um, I suppose uh, crypto mining or back in 2012 mm. you know before things really did kick off, off I, yeah. I, I remember hearing about Bitcoin years ago I think it was this bollocks and didn't pay any attention to it and obviously yeah. it's you know, something I maybe should have done at the time and escaped before it was all going crazy um, but yeah it's it's weird I think a lot of people more recently have had the whole FOMO thing haven't they like fear of missing out and not yeah. not getting involved not having some sort of involvement in it because because of that because of missing out the first time yeah. around uh, Bitcoin and stuff um, but yeah it's it's an it's an interesting thing it's like dwelling on what you could have done like you know uh, although yes I could have been taken more of an interest in it at that time I didn't have the money to invest in fact like you know, just over a year ago it was I was then at that point in my life I was like do you know what I could actually invest some money yeah. and, and see what happens and um, you know I, I have made some mistakes um, I do feel guilty quite frankly and I, I don't dwell on it but I, I for a while felt very guilty about recommending the project that I had been invested in um, I without like they, I had so much I mean I was looking into it every day like hours yeah. like keeping up with the latest news like it was such an intricate ecosystem that, that that it was building out and was shaping up to be something that was completely changing the world and offering yeah. new financial opportunities that no one's ever heard of before and it just completely blew my mind like one thing that was really crazy that is still something today and this kind of is called an auto repaying loan right the way it works is you'll front up some money they will then give you some money okay they will then make back the money that you borrowed on the yeah. money that you gave them 
once that money's been made back, they'll then give you the original money back. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we know that we can make money off the money that you're going to give us. So we'll give you the money that we know that we're going to make off your money up yeah. front. <laughs> yeah. And then once we've done that, we're going to give you, you back money your back. money. Yeah. And like when I, I thought about it, I thought, this is just ridiculous. Like, how is it? And it was a functioning financial, it yeah. did work. And, you know, it, it did eventually crumble the whole, the whole system. Um, not just that. Yeah. Um, but I'm, you know, I don't put myself down for at least trying. And I think what's really important is when you invest in something is to don't invest more than what you can afford to lose. And you know, I'm I'm thankful that I I kept to that. Yeah, I did put a, a reason too much money in it, um, quite <laughs> frankly. But there we go. Um, but I don't I don't put myself down for trying because I think in life you have to make risks. Yeah. If you don't make risks, then no you don't really get much out of it. And actually, what some people have an issue with as well is failing yeah. you need to try like, I th- I'm open to failing like, I haven't been successful the whole time I've made mistakes like, yes. and, and that's fine I think that's important to be able to for me to be in the position I'm in now some people also have an issue with um, not wanting to start something because they know that I'll be bad at it like yeah, yeah. I'm fine yeah. with being shit at bad something at actually yeah. well, anything, <laughs> anything you start is new you can't be a pro at it before you've actually you know made those errors you know simple thing you know with me I suppose you know, the whole jujitsu thing is you're going to go, you're going to suck, you're going to get beaten up, you're going to feel deflated, you're going to come home bad and bruised, you're going to come home currently with a dislocated kneecap. Um, you know, <laughs> these things are going to go wrong, but eventually you, things will start falling into place and things will start working. You're still going to make mistakes. Things yeah. are still going to go wrong, but there's there's a base that you've built that you can keep, you know, adding to and keep progressing on, but things are still going to go wrong. Mm. You're still going to have bad days, mm. you know, you, you've got to fail at things in fact one of one of the biggest sort of, i suppose staples of my young life is the whole solo sports thing like inline skating or bmx or skateboarding or whatever is you're gonna get it wrong yeah you're gonna fucking hurt yourself yeah but that's the process of learning you know but the difference I obviously found with the solo sports thing and falling on your ass is if you're doing it with a group of mates they all still cheer yeah. And they'll all still build you up because you had a fucking go at something fucking stupid. Man, that's throwing a lot. That support now. network is really yeah. important, though, because there are people that put you down. Yes. And and that doesn't help. And it'll be the same in anything you do, you know, mm-hmm. as long as you've got some support going, fucking hell, you know, that was a really cool idea. All right, this one didn't work, but how about we do this? <laughs> yeah. You know, and if you, you've got that and you, you say you need those friends or those support people around you who can help build you up and push you and, you know, provide support rather than just going... Well, that didn't fucking work. Let's not talk to you again. <laughs> but it, just imagine, though, you know, being really successful in what you're doing and then surrounding yourself with a group of people who run off as soon as something doesn't go right for a couple mm. of weeks. You know, there's a shit group of friends in, isn't it? Mm. Or shit support. Um, but, yeah, the, the whole solo sports thing, it was always that you're going to fuck it up, but people are always there to pick you up. Yeah. Dust you off and go, do that again. You need to do it a bit faster. You need to do it a bit higher. You need to shut your eyes and just fucking go for it. I mean, that's bad <laughs> advice. Don't shut your eyes. And go for it. <laughs> shut your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're skating, skateboarding, freestyle motocross, and whatever you're doing, don't fucking shut your eyes. It's all gonna go. Definitely gonna go wrong. But, but yeah, it's... practice. And also, I think what's important to address as well is the quality of practice by having yeah. those that are more experienced than you to actually. Because sometimes it's it's not clear on how to progress. Yeah. Like whilst you would, might go uh, go again and again and again at the same thing, if you if you the do same the same mistakes. thing, 
I think the definition of madness is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. I think that's yeah. actually what that is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you you skating was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing the same thing. Keep getting it wrong. <laughs> Need someone who actually knows how to do it to tell you. But that, but that is what eventually what it got to. You, you know, you take what you're trying to do to a different venue, and someone sees you doing it and goes, "Ah, yeah, you're not doing this." Yeah. Oh, that's fuck. That changed everything. Yeah. And they had the same with jujitsu. You go and te- you you learn a certain technique, but from a more experienced person, you go, "Oh shit, that tiny extra little detail has made difference. such a huge difference." Yeah. You know, and and so therefore, you know, with the failure of trying anything, you know, it's gonna go wrong. It's getting getting advice from the right people and mm. you know putting it into practice in it. Um, so you you said as when you first started talking about all of this, you say about you want to have experiences. Yeah. So what experiences are you're looking for? Is it all like a like a digital financial experiences? You want to see things about the world? You want to try new shit? You want to mm. what what is it experiences you're looking for? Yeah, and and that's a question that I was you know thinking about answering recently and it was like you know if you didn't have if you had unlimited money what would you do like what is it that you would do and the experiences i want to do is i want to just see the world and like just see random stuff like a friend of mine he was meant to go to italy with his with his brother and there's some issues and he didn't and he still had a week off and then halfway through the week said i need to do something so he literally just drove off to milton Keynes, yeah and he found this like monk temple and they did um dedicated no guided meditation for two hours yeah, I I would never in a million years think that that was something that I would do. But I thought I thought you know what, fair play. Like, if I was out and about, and then the opportunity came up to do that, yeah, I'm not a spiritual person by any means, but you know, I would I would see what it's like. Like you know, there's actually people that I know that are um, YouTube strategists, is what I would sort of consider myself as my job. Yeah, and they recommend um, meditation, meditation to me. Yeah. And and I thought, mm, okay, like, but what do you think about when you meditate? Like, I think the point is that you don't think about anything. I think you just let go of everything. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, actually. To uh, that, <laughs> not sure. It's something I'd have to try. I don't know if I can <laughs> not think of anything. And it's like, yeah, yeah, mm, oh, yeah so, oh, shit, I've got an itch on the, my butt. But when you, when you try and go to sleep, yeah. do you think about oh, random stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a shit? So my grandma has that issue as well. But do you just think about random? Yeah, random shit yeah. constantly. You can't switch off? No. It's a fucking problem. <laughs> sometimes it feels. I mean, I know it isn't, but sometimes it feels like it takes me hours to go to sleep and just laying there. And something will come into my mind. Because you're physically oh. really tired, but you're mentally yeah. just oh, thinking about yeah. kind of stuff. Just, yeah. My mind's going a thousand miles an hour. I just can't put any of it into any actual useful, <laughs> useful thing. But it's, again, oh, I keep going on about. It, but even like with jujitsu, if you go and train, mm. then you're hyped up. So then yeah. when you're laying in bed, you're like, right, I did that wrong, I did this wrong, I'm going to do that better. Ooh, yeah. I, won't, I won't get that wrong again. Ooh, I'll try this <laughs> next time. And then, then then you think about like a match or a fight, and then your toes start curling up. <laughs> fucking retard. Sorry. <laughs> Terrible word to use. Um, but, yeah, the, my, my mind is constantly racing about c- completely pointing random shit. Which is the thing, it's because like, you're passionate about improving, and that's... Not a bad thing, but when you're trying to sleep, it's obviously not the, the right it's time. Place, is it? So, but mind just going to fuck to sleep. I'm not doing jujitsu right now. I'm trying to sleep. So I choke your wife out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're coming up with ideas though. Like when I, I'll be scheduled in for, an, for example, tomorrow I've got a brainstorm session for two hours with these yeah. guys, and we literally got to come up with ideas. 
and sometimes we'll give it a prompt like one prompt was character versus nature okay and how would you uh, interpret that like character being something or someone nature being the nature the nature of you as an individual or nature as outside well I'll be honest, the very first thing I thought is when you said that character versus nature, I had Superman beating the fuck out of a tree. I mean, that's, that's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, punching over the tree. The first thing I thought was like, yeah, man versus uh, animals. Like, yeah. But then doing a video where you involve animals, you have to be very careful. Mm -hmm. I think what would be funny is like, could you eat more hot dogs yeah. in five minutes than a bear could? Do you reckon you could do that? Yeah. Do you reckon you're more intelligent than a monkey? Yeah, <laughs> right. I should hope so. You'll, so. you'll be doing good. You'll be doing yeah. good. <laughs> I can tie shoelaces. Fuck you, monkey. He uses sticks for tools. You dumb shit. Well, I, th I think like a gorilla is is as strong as about twenty men. Well, I think this has been proven incorrect. Is it? Or is it? No, it may have been the other thing that somebody said they like can lift ten times their body weight, and that's bullshit. So I could be wrong. Different facts. But there are animals like ants that can lift like ridiculous. Yeah. In fact, have you have you done a flea circus? Have you heard of flea circuses? I've heard of a flea circus. I've <laughs> yeah. never watched. Me and Ryan, uh, for those who don't know, is uh, yeah. Chris's brother. We were looking at like I told him about a flea circus. Yeah. Right. And we were looking at YouTube videos of flea circuses. Yeah. And these fleas, like they can really lift some weight. <laughs> <laughs> they would like get these tiny little metal things and like tie fleas to these like carts yeah. these little things and they'll like carry yeah, things around. around I'm like how is that like, the equivalent for us is like yeah. us picking up a house well yeah and these fleas are doing some really good stuff nowadays <laughs> yeah some probably something to do with surface tension or some shit I don't know nothing about but I, I think there's a real massive gap in the market by the way for a flea circus TikTok account so if you ever want to get yourself a tick if you want to get your <laughs> kids involved flea circuses and you want to make it viral then <laughs> I'll, I'll put that to my daughter tomorrow, babe. I don't know where you'd get a hold of fleas, though, she, anyway. I don't know. There's got to be a manky cat around here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, babe, we're going to make a flea circus. How, how do you even train them? Do you know what I mean? You, like, you don't. You well, just attach things to them and to jump through them do stuff. rings of fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. It was like like you put like a little ball. Like They were playing football and stuff and right. things like <laughs> Who's got the time to do this shit? My camera's not good enough to pick them fuckers up either. I'd have to spend a fortune on a really, really good camera. No, yeah, there's I... other ways of um, making interesting content. <laughs> but the thing is, nowadays, with, with TikTok in particular, yeah. the barrier to entry is literally next to nothing. You can do anything, and, yes. and anyone, will, anyone will do anything. Yeah. Which I think is cool, but also you have to really get through the cesspit of, of shit yeah. to find some interesting stuff. There, there is some, <laughs> some, some shit on TikTok and I've found most of it I think <laughs> you can't stop watching you know when you stumble the again bloody algorithms you stumble on someone who's not really very talented at anything and you sort of watch and you go what and they hold on they're getting this false sense of um, but then people start cheaper. ripping them in the comments and like fake support and then you find this motherfucker turns up on your For You page every 10 fucking seconds because you watched him he's once watched in it, awe yeah. of how this yeah. idiot is doing what he's doing. Like, okay, I've put some videos out. I'm sure people who say the exact same thing to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you're watching just going, how and why? And they've got thousands of views. You're like, what is wrong with this world? Like, how is this happening? I'm pretty I like sure I'll put some effort into stuff. I doing things, though, at the same yeah. time. Like, I just... I don't know. I'm just... 
Just because you can. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the, that was the thing originally when I found TikTok is that I like making stupid videos. Yeah. And there's an opportunity for me to make a stupid video every five seconds with TikTok. It's like, right, okay. I'll be inspired by some other dumb shit that people are doing. And I'll do it, but in a piss take version. It's like, oh, everyone's doing this fucking dance. Like, yeah. fucking whatever. And I'll be like, fuck it up every five seconds. <laughs> and then do a whole string of these videos of me trying to learn it and keep fucking it up. Because... I think is again for me is really important to highlight failure mm. on, you know, on Instagram or whatever. That there is no such thing as perfection. You know, mm. the whole posing in front of a mirror to and the right light and then angles to make sure you look fucking yeah, good. Face well. tune as well. There's the apps well, that make you look like a different yeah, person. Yeah, but it's that just the, the fact that TikTok naturally puts a fucking filter on your face or Instagram or whatever yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I don't fucking look like that. I'm ugly, <laughs> all right? Get that pointy nose off of me. Don't have a pointy nose. I've got a little button round nose. But it, it's a weird thing. But for people to, again, to look at that and strive to achieve these images, mm. uh, the rate of like, what it appears anyway, plastic surgery and that, that young people are having to try and mm. reach this unreachable goal of complete bullshit is, is hard. Don't yeah. my kids to go, I need new nose, that. daddy. If you're living in a in a in a world, especially young, where that's normal, you don't realise it's it's wrong or it's not real as well. So it's like, how do you actually know? And I, even for me, like I get caught out sometimes, like thinking something's real and it's not. Like, yeah. and then you look at um, what's it called? Where you the algorithms are getting so intelligent now, where they we could take I could get some pictures of you online, right? And then I could have an algorithm work out your face, mm. and then I could put your face yeah. on me, yeah. And then I could be saying something and it would learn your voice and yeah. it could look like you're doing something that you're yeah. not. Yeah, it wasn't me. Promise now. <laughs> if you see something on YouTube, me doing something really dodgy, it bloody wasn't me, it was him. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Don't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that shit to Tom Cruise. Yeah. I, don't need, I, don't need to get, I don't need to be getting involved in any of that. It's, it, but it is, let uh, like, you know how they've been saying that for a while now, isn't it? Like you can have... Yeah, Barack Obama saying some shit that he never said. Just some other geezer stood there with yeah. Barack's face. Like, <laughs> I don't know why I went for Barack. He's not exactly relevant right now, but you know, and it just He's got seemed... quite a recognisable voice though. Yeah, you would know it's there. Could you do yeah. an impression? Uh, probably could, but not right now. <laughs> yeah. It take me a minute to think about it, and a few. It take a few errors actually, as we were talking about failures. Take a few of them, wouldn't it? Um, it's in my head now to I'm do, not even gonna to do it. Like. I'm, not, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna <laughs> dignify that with a, a response right now. But it was my head's going right. How does he sound? How can he? It's a problem, and it all just jam. You should start a TikTok account where you do impressions. There we go. That's something to start. But this on. is the, like the <laughs> person I was talking about before. He does impressions, and they're all pretty terrible. Ah, there we go. And it's like how oh, I could do that better. Yeah. No, it's not even that I could do it better. It's just like. You can recognise it's bad. <laughs> it's just bad. And people are still watching it and giving him comments and he's boosting him up. And, yeah, it's just... Uh, he keeps turning up now. He's there I think one thing to, uh, to consider as well is, like, with your life and people listening that, there's a lot of things that you do that you consider normal that mm. is not normal to others that might be interesting. Yeah. Okay? So this is in terms of thinking about what can you actually film. So one guy that really blew up, um, he worked at Subway and he right. literally had a, a GoPro on his chest yeah. and he would make sandwiches right. from the perspective of him yeah. and he would talk over it and his experiences in, in the shop yeah. where people 
you know, being an asking for loads of sauce. Like, do you want that sort? Yeah, a bit more. Okay, this is sort of turning into a bit of a soup now. Yeah. Do you want more bread with your yeah. sauce? <laughs> but then he would get millions of views because it's, it's although it's normal to him, it was abnormal to others. Yeah, and yeah. Interesting. So, but that's the thing. Like, I would, you know, maybe create create content around my regular job yeah. if my regular job was interesting on a daily basis. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> like, are you sure there yeah, might be millions of people sure. out there that are like I really want to know I really want to know exactly what you do what each and every person's house fucking looks like do you know <laughs> but but that's just it as well it's then having the the rights or the permission to film every person's yeah. house or whatever if I was doing derelict buildings all the time that would be interesting but I'm not because there'd be I mean? loads of like issues with them right yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, People but, would be interested in seeing yeah, that. That, that. And with you filming it yeah. and saying, what the fuck are you on it? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll but watch it, first of all. I'm just going to go down this creepy, dark <laughs> corridor. <laughs> yes, my torch has just given up and I am fucking lost in a <laughs> basement right now. Like, Do you ever go to schools and they've got issues with, with the way that the upkeep of the building and stuff like that? Or Not, yeah. Is sometimes, it not... No, all, all sorts of buildings. They're just not that interesting. <laughs> to you? To me, yeah. Right. With your but funny it, commentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. When when I find when I do find something interesting to film, I will I will do it. Yeah. Um but there's that is as as I've said before, it's the consistency thing. Mm. Like if I could say I specialise in derelict buildings surveying. Yes. And I did like two a week at least, or you know, one big job over a week, then I'd have lots of content to film. But a lot of it is like, oh, it's going to lift the carpet. Is there anything under there? No, that fucking isn't. What did you do? Oh, look, texture coating it. Oh, fucking me, this is exciting. <laughs> you know, but then, but then I've also quite frequently not got the time to be doing my job and filming shit. Yeah, exactly. That's and not, commenting on it. That'd be a bit. And then away, you got these people, the homeowners following you around like, asking what are you. Doing? If, <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you doing? Would you like a cup of tea? Like, no, I really don't. I just want to crack on. You know, <laughs> just, to me, the content is not interesting. I want to make, I would like to make stuff that I am also interested in. Mm. But it's that sit that the side of my job that I do like is the derelict, falling apart, dingy, empty buildings. Yeah. Because it's. Look at the shit that got left behind. Look at how that's been affected by the corrosion. Mm. You know, look at the stalagmites or stalactites or whatever the fucking word is for the shit <laughs> hanging off the ceiling. Yeah. You know, I did um, a place called Churchill's Bunker once upon a time. Mm. Um, bunker? Yeah, Churchill's Bunker. It's like Wembley area, I think. But it's this big underground bunker thing, funnily enough, given mm. by its name. Um, it was all derelict. It's got all this old machinery. It's all rusting. It's got crappy little, like, windy wonky rusty stairways and all these kinds of things mm. that are really interesting to look at mm. weird kind of machinery and it's all dirty and old and wet and it's old like coke bottles from the 40s and stuff yeah. that kind of shit's interesting yeah if you sh if you i've been there once right but if you film like short videos of you commentating because you are funny like, if you were to actually just say look at this shit or something yeah. <laughs> like people no. actually watch that oh, oh watch it. coke from 1942 <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking drink coke from 1942 that probably turns out to be Winston Churchill's piss bowl in the corner when he couldn't get out <clears throat> but but yeah if I got to go places like that all the time I could and I probably would mm. I take photographs when I go to places like that. Mm. It's just like, oh, look at the decay. Yeah. There's a rat skeleton. But you don't have to like post to it like every day or every week or whatever. No, I know. Just, oh, people will be waiting. Oh, when when Chris yeah, like, when's, that next when's he gonna do when another he interesting another job? Expired. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> ooh, 
Yeah, but, but that's it. If, if, I, if I could say I could do one a month, like proper derelict, dingy place, I'd be happy with that. Yeah. But I might not go to one for six months, right. seven, eight months. So mm. then it's, it's what do you film? Yeah. You know, and this is when I say I do a jujitsu stuff and I can do that. I can do like a bit of training. I can do mm. a bit of reviews with all the gear that I buy. Not all the gear that I buy because I don't buy loads. But when I buy new gear, it's like, cool. I can tell you this is how it fits. This is how it looks. This is how it looks six months later after wearing it to competitions and washing it mm. and stuff. Um, and Are costs... there review videos for this sort of... Yeah. Is there people that do really well doing that sort of stuff? I don't know. Probably not. Have a look. No, well, there, there are it's people... definitely interested in that, for sure. There are people who do multiple review stuff, but they've probably also got a lot more spare money. Do you know, to buy, like, a new jiu-jitsu gi every month for, like, 100 quid is just not viable. Here's another way me, to look at it, I mean? though. If you, are, if you actually create an interesting review video and yeah. you as yourself are interesting, which you are, yeah. you could approach these companies and say, hey, like, you know, you've released a new product, would you like me to produce yes. a review video? yeah. See, uh, I've thought about doing that, and then I just feel really naughty about doing stuff like that. It's win-win for them, because yeah, people yeah. are going to search up reviews. Because yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people, I don't know what the percentage is, they will base their purchase decision by very much social proof of other reviews. Like, yeah. Do you go on Amazon and uh, look at the reviews? Yes. And, go, mm, okay. yeah. and YouTube for reviews for things. But yeah, I think the big the biggest problem for me is like, I get interested in doing that, and I'll do, I've got a review video of a gi to make that funnily enough was linked to an NFT. Okay. Bing, bang, bong. Um, that I've already done. And I then was like, I used that gear at a competition as well. So I was like, okay, this is how it's been. This is how it's performed at comp. This is it now, six months later. So that's kind of sort of why I'm waiting. That's a very comprehensive review, that. But, um, mm. and then I do jujitsu competitions. I do like the preparation for it. Yeah. The night before, all the gear they're going to pack. And then like traveling and how I'm feeling about it. Um, just a bit of fucking about what I'm singing or whatever. Yeah. And then film all my matches mm. and then comment on how I feel things have gone and all of that jazz. And then um, this sort of journey home, like how the whole day's been. But then I had one where my GoPro quit on me. Mm. So the only fight I had in that day, the GoPro didn't film. So I filmed a whole day of me talking bollocks. <laughs> and nothing was filmed. I had nobody turn up to... Uh, none of my opponents turned up for like, what they call like the gi match where you're wearing a silly suit so you have to do gi and no gi so no gi basically you're wearing a tight t-shirt and a pair of shorts but gi is like the traditional kind of judo suit karate gi thing okay. you know with big fat sleeves and a belt and all that shit yeah, yeah. Um, so nobody turned up to compete against me why? because I don't know if it was just over after COVID and people maybe still had COVID or weren't sure about coming or whatever I think I originally had four opponents and none of them turned up. So I, I got a gold medal, though. Yeah, you literally turned up and then all of your opponents weren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? So I got a free gold That's medal for that one, just a walkover. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you can go up on the podium That's and get that. Like, yeah, no, let's, let's, phone, yeah. let's not get up there and collect that. Like I did a really good job today. But yeah, and then so in the afternoon I had the no-gi matches and I had one match and... I got back to my camera and it said SD card failure. I was like, oh. what a fucking waste of time that was. Then. <laughs> so I now haven't got that video. Yeah. So then my string of going to multiple events and filming them has now got a big gap in it because I haven't competed. Then I was injured mm. so couldn't compete. Mm. And I have got a competition video to post up, but I just haven't done it yet. Because, editing it as well. Just because now I'm injured so, again yeah. and I've pulled out on another two competitions so far this year. Right. 
So I can't, the consistency thing isn't there. Mm. And that's that's what bugs me. He's like, I know I need to be consistent, but I can't currently be consistent. Yeah. That's just life, but, isn't it? Yeah. I so, think you should definitely look at like people that do reviews within that sort of, because you could do that. These companies sending you box loads of this stuff and then yeah. you just review it. Send me all your shit. Hey, uh, I was about to say, no, I've got my own brand on right now, so that doesn't work. But scramble Jiu-Jitsu stuff to Tommy. You want to send me your stuff? I mean, I'll, I'll Who is, have... like, the top company for that sort of thing? Um, it's difficult. One of the biggest companies with a lot of professionals is a brand called Tatami, which is a British company. Um, so they sponsor people? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then another British one is a company called Scramble, which are one of my favorites um and then there's other big other big brands that are kind of um also well known some are more expensive and stuff like that so you get like um progress which i think is actually another british one there's a lot of british companies actually mm. kings there's all sorts there's loads there's of companies loads. out there there's loads of companies out there can yeah. you review the actual item itself you can compare it like yeah this versus this because there's like different grades of Clothing, yeah, you know better than me, but yeah. So uh, with the jujitsu geezer, different weights, there's different materials, there's different like material between jacket and pants and all that sort of stuff. So there are a lot of differences in it. It's just like you say, it would be a case of approaching people and going, you know what, I really enjoy doing these reviews. Send me your shit, and I will review it and tell you (laughs) shit. I tell you your shit is shit. If you send me your shit, I'll review it and prove this shit and compare it against some other shit that's shit. What I'll say though, if you're gonna do YouTube, like whilst you know you might have in- interest in different things, if you make a channel, like dedicate that channel to that thing, so yeah. you can do reviews, yeah, have a review channel, etc., etc. This, this is the problem. Yeah, see? like I love jujitsu. <laughs> I also love movies, so I do have a separate movie review channel yeah. as well. But the plan to that was do it with somebody else who's never as into it as I am, so right. therefore it doesn't happen. Yeah, and I did a lot of that during COVID as well, just sitting there watching movies and then doing that. But then it also means. In my spare time, I've got to watch a lot of movies and not spend time with my family. Yeah. So, But it's what you do. Like, if I have to quit jiu-jitsu, then maybe I'll get into doing more movie review stuff. Because... Mm. Uh, well, do jiu-jitsu-related videos. Like, in fact, if you do want to do that, and maybe maybe reviewing isn't the thing that you want to do, or whatever it is, like, you know, I don't mind um, advising, giving you some advice on that. Well, I'll happily take your advice, and we, we can we can have a separate conversation about doing all that. We're the biggest but... jiu-jitsu YouTuber on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the other thing as well, because I'm, like, lowly down the levels of belt grade or whatever, you feel like a bit of a... With like a like a fraud or whatever for demonstrating anything. Do you know what I mean? Cause like, Without being top level, you mean? Yeah, because, like, well, he knows be, what though. he's doing. I don't know what I'm doing. This is me attempting this You're move. I know it. I'm going to fuck it up, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Let's just just follow me here. Let's put this here. Step around there. Do that. Nah, oh, shit, I fucked it up. Let's try again. And that, but that, that's, I think that's my by element, you not being an up. expert is, is more relatable. Probably. Because then it's more achievable. Because then yeah. someone, you know what you're doing. You know what you're not you're like doing a black, what, what are you then? I only like a blue belt. I'm only like a blue how does, belt. What, how does it go? What's so white, blue, purple, brown and black. But each belt thing can be a few years really so it's, yeah it's not like a five minute thing but is it like you have to rehearse certain moves or is it more like consistency um, and like yeah it's difficult uh, I suppose it's difficult I suppose each gym or each professor will have a different sort of way of uh, progressing people but a lot of it is you know going there learning new techniques putting them into place being able to be consistent with those techniques I suppose your ability to learn and put things into practice 
um, your attitude towards it, how well you can put your sort of learnings onto other people and all that sort of oh, as, right. you, as you progress, obviously. Like if you can take it on board and successfully transfer it to somebody else, then that's a better understanding. So you're starting to understand the techniques and the even the body movement and the whole idea of it whereas when you start as a white belt it's like you're just going to get beaten up all day long and yeah learn some new stuff and you'll see some progression and then the idea i think was to blue belt is to be able to at white belt be able to like comfortably control somebody of a larger weight or size right yeah. use that weight against them you mean just that you can You've got to a point where you now can handle yourself against a bigger, larger opponent. I could be completely fucking something again. Depends. On, <laughs> depends, on, depends on who you talk to. You're selling it to me, though. You, 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 it. Well, like you come it. play. I mean, you <laughs> definitely should come and have a go. Jiu-jitsu is for everybody. When I have um, a ligament, when I can actually, yeah, when you, yeah. yeah, but it's the same for me. <laughs> My kneecap's gone currently. It's that you know. Oh, I will film me rolling around doing training and talk about certain techniques and things, and then then I don't train for a couple of months because I'm injured. Yeah. So it just all goes out the window. <laughs> it all goes out the window. <laughs> but I do, I genuinely do just love filming stuff, you know. I, I bought the iPhone Pro because it's got a better camera than my other one. I've got a nice little camera there for filming stuff. I've mm. got a GoPro. I've got various bits of, you know, lighting and brackets and frames and clamps and shit <laughs> so I can film in my car. I can film yeah. on the go everywhere. I've got microphones because... I genuinely do like creating content, but it's of multiple things. Yeah. I mean, people, bad thing, travel companies want me to travel around the world making videos. I'll do that for you. Yeah. Well. Family holidays, just constant family holidays. <laughs> That'd be nice. It would be nice, yeah, wouldn't it? The thing is, you are a good presenter. Like, well, thank you're you. good at talking. So yeah. I, I think just... I think, although it's great to be involved in those different things... If there is this one thing you'd like to focus on, yeah, then that's a, that's a good way of going about it. I would, I yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Let me just find another. Then you do have excuse. other time commitments. I understand it's like yeah. not easy to dedicate the time it's, to it's, doing so. It's those challenging things. Like I genuinely like spending time with my wife and kids. Yeah. You know, and so I tend to try and keep to one social activity. Like I'll go and do jiu-jitsu because it's good for my health it's good for my mental health it's a good activity it's a good team thing um you know and, and you, you you can see a progression in your learning and stuff which is something that i i like yeah so i do enjoy doing it so then i don't really try not to do too much other stuff during the week when i could be putting the kids to bed or reading them a yeah. story or you know making dinner or chilling with my wife yeah um but it definitely is more you know spare time of an evening and I can be doing stuff so be like uh, editing my videos rather mm. than editing making... is so time consuming though yeah that's one yeah, of the worst bits is editing <laughs> it takes it's even like these conversations don't take a lot of editing it's yeah. just case put it up it's just because it's like an hour and a half long video it's like mm. computers going <laughs> you, you want to put an intro on that <laughs> are you sure? You need, are you sure you need to transition there? <laughs> yeah, the podcasts are a lot more straightforward when it comes to editing because it is like raw conversation. Yeah. But like understanding how to package or structure a video in a way that's engaging throughout. Like it's 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 challenging. Like yeah. there's so many different ways of doing the same thing. 
Um, but also it depends on the niche. Like, you know, if you're doing a game video, you want it to be quick and like straight to the point. Like every three yeah. seconds, you maximum, you want to be like changing up to, to re-engage people. Yeah. Um, but with this, like, it's not about that. It's about no, like just it's about listening whole conversation. to thoughts and, and putting it out there. Yeah. You see, like with gaming, I suck at gaming. So, so I, I can't I can't do that. I did one as a joke once. I did when they did the new season of Game of Thrones. Yeah. I did gaming on the throne. So I was sitting on the toilet <laughs> doing playing playing a game. <laughs> gaming on the Game throne. of Thrones. You know, I was just did this one silly little video. I put my TV on the end of my bath. <laughs> my PlayStation in my bathroom. And it's completely useless because again, I'm shit at gaming for starters. <laughs> and then it's trying to make that video interesting not enough yeah. happens in a game like where you're playing for two hours and then i've got to find all the interesting bits in that two hour. Down. are you having a fucking laugh i'm gonna find <laughs> whatever bits were funny in that two hour long video and edit it yeah i might just be sitting there going like, Ooh. i think you should make a tiktok though where you talk about stuff that you see at work and do funny commentary over it i could do i don't just i just don't want to do it in people's houses yeah, if it's void properties, especially if it's their home, yeah. and you're sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> oh, look at the fucking state of this room. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Don't worry. Um, it's purely for humour. <laughs> Shit, oh, help me. <laughs> but it's that. I think if if I did, if I could say I'd got more empty properties, not even necessary if they're all interesting, but to be able to do a video in in a building where there's nobody to disturb you and yeah. nobody to upset yeah it's fine but then also having permission to put that Online. property it's all right with just like details of something but you know some places are really cool i haven't done a really cool place for a while um but yeah you do i do get to see some interesting places but just not very often mm. but we'll think about it we'll see have a think mm. let me know there are asbestos tiktok um channels out there um but again i don't I don't find them particularly interesting <laughs> <laughs> that's because you're not doing it that's yeah, but yeah it's, it's, everything will be so much better with my face in it <laughs> my my face and my commentary hi good afternoon welcome there could be to... like an asbestos challenge like last to survive <laughs> last I... to survive <laughs> <laughs> asbestos that's I it I spent 50 hours in asbestos ridden household yeah 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 I, I spent 12 months in this shack full of raw asbestos <laughs> who's going to die first <laughs> most likely be on me but you might have 60 years to wait for the climactic yeah. finale <laughs> That's sort of challenge. You could smoke it. You could yeah, eat it. Eat it. What's the worst thing to do? Is breathe it in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty bad. Smoking it is that worse? That's I'm, not. I'm, it doesn't burn. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm not necessarily sure how you smoke it. We <laughs> snort it. I wonder what it tasted. <laughs> so a bunch of. Has anyone eaten it? Probably some fucking moron somewhere is eating it. <laughs> you know. There would be someone going, oh, it doesn't hurt you if you eat it. It doesn't hurt. Crunch, crunch. I've got no teeth left, but I've eaten it. Is it soft or is it... It uh, depends how you find it. It's raw material, soft, but... It's insulation, isn't it? Insulation, yeah. yeah. I heard the word intonation. I thought, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Insulation, yeah. I think If you can make asbestos interesting, then you yeah. really are deserving. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You, you know, the lack of understanding of it and yeah. the lack of knowledge around it does make it kind of interesting. Yeah, because people don't. The amount of people's houses I go in and they go, oh, you never find any asbestos in here, it won't take you long. And you go, you stood on some. And they're like, what? Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I think like a floor tile. 
Yeah. Thought so, yeah. yeah. So that might be made with asbestos, but they just don't know it because why would the fuck would they know? Yeah. You know, so. And then you have to remove it and replace it, right? No, I just take the sample and go, just don't sand that. Just, just sand it. <laughs> but, uh, Is that the advice you give? Yeah, yeah. No, when people go, oh, asbestos, you go, look, it's fine, it's perfectly safe, it's been there for the past 40 years and hasn't gone anywhere, oh. it's perfectly fine, just don't sand it and then suck on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, tempting, but... whatever you sand and suck on is gonna fucking do you harm, <laughs> or whatever. Just don't sand and suck on anything at the same time, all right? You need to make these videos. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the start. advice don't sand <laughs> it and suck start. it <laughs> thank you for watching <laughs> goodbye yeah <laughs> seriously this is viral this is a million views right there <laughs> <laughs> just this don't last little bit little jingle just, at the end as well just a nice little jingle have you got a musical talent don't <laughs> sand oh, suck have it? i got a musical <laughs> talent <laughs> No, I don't. Um, no, there's not a musical bone in my body. Not in my knee pack when it goes pop. <laughs> but no, I have no musical skills. I think we really figured someone out here. But I've got, I've got a friend who's a musician. He was yeah. going to do me my jingle. Marty. Come on. Yeah, Marty, get Wait. on it. Sort my jingles out, boy. Um, uh, sorry, I don't mean really sort be rude. Jingles. Sort my jingles out, boy. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that, you know I enjoy to do. It's just finding that consistency for me, and then yeah. upsetting myself that I don't have a consistent thing because I'm not consistent. You put a lot of pressure on yourself, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's like I did with the podcast when I first started. It was like I need one every fortnight. Yeah, and then you know, unfortunately, with with uh, Everything that was going on, trying to secure a guest and keep a guest was kind of hard. Yeah. Uh, even via video, you know, people turning up late or, you know, people not changing their mind last minute or just being unavailable. Things happen. Like, yeah. But then you go, oh, ugh, well, now I haven't got now a what? guest for this week's mm. video. And then that, that started eating at me a bit. And then, you know, a couple of months go by and you haven't had anyone. And it's just, oh, I'm just going to stop asking now because I can't be bothered. Oh, no. <laughs> but then... I started this sort of second season, the second year or whatever, and just sort of said, you know, I won't do them every fortnight. I'll do them as and when I can, exactly, when I can yeah. secure a guest, when I've got the time without putting that pressure on myself. Mm. I thoroughly enjoyed doing them, talking to people and seeing like everyone's different perspective on life and their sort of goals and some of the struggles people have gone through as well. Because as I said, this all started with me talking about being a suicidal teen and all the awesome shit I've done since. Yeah. You know, and the fact that, yeah, it gets better. Unfortunately, a lot of people struggle for various reasons, and you know each of your reasons is is valid. But life can get so much better and so quickly as well. Mm. And that's the you know you feel like you're stuck. A small change. It feels like forever, but some everything can change so quick. You know. Um, I think it's important to have purpose in life as well. Like that's... yeah, well, find your purpose though. What now? What is yeah. my purpose? My purpose generally is just to be an awesome dad and. There you just go. Fuck about and have fun. Oh, that's what it's all about. And that's really. that's it. But it's like I'm not I'm not fussed about like being rich. Like you said before, time time is wealth. Being able to spend time with my wife and kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, of course it'd be nice to have a bit more money in the bank to go and film holiday uh, videos every year, you know, um family holiday videos with Tui. Boom. <laughs>
But, uh, anyway. so you're making the jingle now. Yeah. <laughs> Two e holidays with Chris and his family. There we go. <laughs> Where are we off to this week? This week it's. Mallorca. Oh, there we go. Next week, it'll be Mallorca because I can't afford to fly any further. <laughs> We're week. in Butlins this week. Let's review the Redcoats. Oh, look at that prick from Britain's Got Extra Talent, whatever his name is. Simon Mulhern. Stephen Mulhern, whatever his name is. <laughs> oh, sorry, boy, Stephen. Yeah. yeah, sorry, mate. I know you're listening. <laughs> You're going to be the next uh, TikTok star, you know that? No, definitely not. I can see it now. No, definitely not. So what's your next step then in achieving greatness? Where where are you off to next? Oh, where is my next step? Um, Oh, I don't know really. I want to... I don't know. (laughs) See, that's just as useless as me. Yeah, what is my next step? Um... I want I want to make something that's actually useful to people, yeah. and that's very very general. I know I've, like I've always umbrella. been involved in serv- providing services as yeah. a business, and that comes with pros and cons. But I've never provided a product directly, other than drop okay. shipping, arguably. Yeah, it'd be nice to like be involved in some sort of physical product in one way or another, and and making that work. Like my own di- my idea then. I could bring you my idea, the oh, umbrella. Okay. The what? Sunbrella. The sunbrella? Yeah, yeah. So this is an umbrella that you use when it's sunny? Mm. Yeah. To give you shade? Mm. Like a cap? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Okay, it's a yeah. secret idea. Don't be telling anyone. It's just my multi-million dollar idea, this one. Why dollars? I don't know. I the thing is, like, even the most simplest idea will can do really well. Like, yeah. There's one that I think is mind-blowing, and it's literally a can of air, and it's yeah. fresh air in yeah. a can. Yeah. And... Uh, that's made, generated millions. <laughs> I think there's more, again, in revenue. Probably mostly through curiosity. Suck on a can of air. Yeah, let's see. Let's see what that's like. Selling air, I'll tell you, you what, know. here's a can of WD 40. Suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> Got one in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that'd be flavoursome. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so, but it, it is always there. The bloody random, weird, pointless, well, I seem pointless things that seem yeah. to do really well. Like when the iPods first come out and we had to, I think in my car, I had to have this thing to the stereo. It was like this block that then connected to the stereo that then also connected to the iPhone. Yeah. It's like, why the fuck aren't we just sliding it in like a tape deck? Yeah. Why is that not a thing? Because I've got an iPod. I don't need a fucking tape deck anymore. Do I just boom? <laughs> and it never happened. And then yeah, it was... There's a real gap in the market there. What? I know, but come on. There's a real gap in the CD player. Isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand why it didn't happen. Do you know what I mean? With, I think, yeah, we're just moving to the world where less is more, in a way. Like, yeah. all these buttons, like, phones had loads of buttons, now we don't have buttons, it's just mm. touchscreen. Um, we're moving into Bluetooth now. We're moving yeah. into wireless charging. Yeah. Um, we're moving into, I think it's going to get to a point, if not already, where you won't realise that you're talking to a robot as opposed to a person. He's a robot. Yeah. He's just, you just let it slip, and you? you're a fucking robot. He's already Especially, got the mechanical leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially when, like, you know, we have the internet. And if, like, if you can create a robot that taps into the internet as all knowledge at any moment, then, you know, it's it's more useful than you. Like, we're actually very useless right now. Yeah, I'm only going to get more useless <laughs> as well. <laughs> Keep spouting nonsense and paying attention to social media. We will all be useless. We're just feeding into this huge machine. Yeah. 
and then it's all going to go. We've all seen the movies where the robots start developing consciousness. Yep. And they go, hang on, why are we doing this again? Hmm. And then, actually, no, we can do this better. And then we're, and then we're sort of pushed out of existence. Abolish all the humans. I'm glad that we are living in a world where we are at the top, though. Yeah, you know, currently. Uh, yes, exactly, yeah. currently. <laughs> I think we are anyway. Until they, until they start putting microchips in lions, then we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rawr, oh, God. Shit. Some fucking lion is the head of a business somewhere. <laughs> to bite like, your head off, like, figuratively and literally. <laughs> Like with Area Fifty One, yeah. Do you believe in like extraterrestrial life and things like that? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. For the simple fact that we exist, we can't be the only living thing in this universe, galaxy. I'd like to think so as well. Not there necessarily is... saying they can come here. Yeah. Oh, with their the fucking long like, heads. Um, beings get to a certain point of intelligence where it will destroy itself before it can see others. Like so, for example, like you know we will get to a point where we can start inhabiting other planets. Yeah. Imagine we have multiple planets inhabited. But I think before we start finding other life, we'll actually start attacking each other on these different planets. Yeah. Sort of thing. I think that, that makes sense to me. This is my patch of Mars, prick. <laughs> <laughs> Would you go to Mars on a trip? To Mars? Little lads holiday to Mars? <laughs> yes, lads trip to Mars. Let's go to Mars. Let's go to the lagoon on Mars, boys. <laughs> yeah, boat trip. <laughs> I don't know. You can't get back, can you? It's too far away. I didn't, yeah, it's a one-way mm. ticket. I think. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> they might be. They might have nice food out there and stuff. I don't know. They could do. They could have fuck all out there. Can't yeah. they? Just, just a little robot rolling around. <laughs> Let me take your picture. That's all it does in a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First OnlyFans page from Mars. <laughs> the rover comes around once a month. Ooh. I was thinking, how about you start OnlyFans? Yeah. And then I'll run your account for you. Okay. What am I, what am I, what <laughs> part of me am I going to sell? <laughs> what part? What, yeah. <laughs> what, what PG part of me can I sell? Well, feet pictures. That's, feet pics. Yeah, that's, my feet are think. fucking amazing. <laughs> Honestly, they're the most crooked things ever. But, yeah, I said to my wife, like, we'll show you some feet pics. Just get your feet pics going. <laughs> Fuck it, why not? Do you like your feet? Not, not your my feet. feet. Other my feet, feet are a mess. Do you um, enjoy your feet? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't, I don't get any fulfilment from feet. No, I don't either. <laughs> so I know people obviously people do, though. Feet. My wife's got nice feet. Babe, I'm pipping you out. We're going to sell your feet. <laughs> not literally. Yeah, we'll sell your feet pics. But, there we go. Some people do. But yeah, yeah, people do. And people make stupid amounts of money doing it. It's just <laughs> fucking. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, there's so much stuff that makes literally no sense. No. But there's so many people with too much money to spend and fuck all to do at a time. Just <laughs> sat in their basement with a tub of hand lotion. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Audio listeners really enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> That was the hand lotion, by the way. Yeah. It's not the finished product. <laughs> like, if you were going to make... Okay, this, this is a completely random question. Go on, Because right? I want to see you on Come Dine With Me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you a good cook? Um, I can cook. Do you know what I can do? I can cook... Pasta really... make? Yeah. <laughs> what oh. would be your meal? Like, what would be your like set of meals? When I was younger, my go-to was spaghetti bolognese with homemade garlic bread. What homemade? Yeah, that's a lot of effort, mate. Well, I didn't make the bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, the garlic. You put it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't grow right. the garlic. 
Or the bread. Are we talking about a baguette, right? With no, nah, like just like some. Well, you can do it with a baguette. What sliced baguette bread? makes looks fancier, but yeah, just regular sliced bread, man. Okay, it's just easy. Go to stuff. Mm. What can you making? What can you do with shit in your cupboard? Right, cool. Garlic bread. Yes. Bing bang bong. Everyone loves a good a bit of garlic bread. Nice. Um, <laughs> get spaghetti bolognese on the go, but no. What I can do is cook a recipe fucking perfectly first time round. And then fuck it up every other time for the future. <laughs> so I've One got, the, I've got this now. I've learned it. Yeah. Shh, burn everything to the bottom <laughs> of the pan. Everything's gone to shit. So if you're going to come down with me, then what is yeah. your what would I, course? What would I do? Okay, so Starter. first first course, I would do a, a deep fried camembert. Oh right. Um, with okay. some um, fucking cranberry sauce. Oh okay. Yeah. That's a good start. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, main course then maybe I would do just think a nice like chicken breast like a nice marinated chicken breast on a bed of like soft rice and some crunchy <laughs> what vegetables sauce are you put? come on it can't be dry no 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 no. it's, it's marinated chicken and then the sauce what are we going to think we've got to have barbecue no do you like spicy food no yeah on, I don't I'm mind a, a spicy food I'm, I'm kind of swaying your decision now I want you to no see <laughs> go for it but there's some sort of like sweet tomato sauce. I'm not entirely sure what, what right now, because I'm not a chef. Um, but yeah, a nice little sauce, piece of chicken, little bed of rice, a nice little few country vegetables, and then for dessert a um, cookie dough cheesecake. Whoa! I was not expecting that. With ice cream with it, or with it out? Nah, whipped cream. Whipped cream. Yeah, fuck the ice cream. Cheesecake. Why cheesecake though? Don't know. Cause it's cool. <laughs> cookie dough is good. Cheesecake is good. Um, Just cookie dough cake. Forget the cheese. What does the cheese do for you? <laughs> I don't know. It's a cheesecake. It just. I guess. Yeah. That is what it's been. It'd, it'd be then. It'd just be cookie dough on biscuit base. <laughs> nice. Buttery biscuit base. Buttery <laughs> biscuit base. Base. <laughs> Um, you are way more musical than you really No, <laughs> there, was, there was some geezer from a cooking show, wasn't it? I was talking about a buttery biscuit base at some point. Yeah, Somebody it was, turned uh, it into a, a song. Chef. Yeah, and it got turned Greg into Wallace. a song. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Buttery biscuit base. Have boot. you met Greg Wallace uh, in Tesco? What yeah. What would you say to him? <laughs> I've got buttery biscuit base. Or would no. you say, like, I don't know, what's your favourite meal? I wouldn't would say fuck all to him. Like, real gener- you would say anything to him. I don't give a shit about chefs. <laughs> But it's Greg Wallace, he's right there in oh. front of you, at arm's reach. I've seen much more interesting people than Greg Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you not wonder what he's got in his basket? Like no, maybe he's got reggae reggae sauce and something. Yeah, like yeah, he's cheated. The motherfucker cheats. He's got sauces. He's got a bit of Liam Perrins and some other shit in there. I would actually really like to see you on Big Brother, although I don't even think they're even doing the show anymore. Nah. Would you do it? Yeah. Would you? Well, no, the thing is, I could do it if there was... If there was a definite financial gain from it, like to really? pay my wage, okay, because otherwise, yeah, I'd be yeah, fucked. that's all covered. That's yeah, covered. my mortgage and my bills were covered. Yeah, and my wife wasn't struggling for anything. Then yeah, yeah cool. Like yeah, babe, I'm going on yeah, Big Brother. In. Yeah, I'll do one of them island ones or the SAS one or one of them. Oh. Get me in a fucking island somewhere. Nice. Like with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Love you know. Island, you mean then? No fucking <laughs> Love Island. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. First of all. I don't need a person to be in love with on an island. And second of all, from what I've seen of all them fucking morons, um, that. 
they are fucking idiots. morons. Yeah, they yeah. are. And I, I know it's a show, and I know a lot of it's all put on and stuff, but it's just not something I'm interested in. But the original sort of first time round kind of series of Big Brother women, they're all just regular human beings, just as an experiment before they became like actors and yeah. like people pretending all the time. Yeah, it's like a game, I, isn't it? Yeah, I would have like gone and had a go at that for a laugh, shits and yeah. giggles. Yeah. I'd do that. I don't care. I think you'd be good at it. I'll go and have some fun doing it. Everyone's that. like, vote Chris, vote Chris vote out. Vote Chris out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get him out. Send him to the sharks. Send him to the sharks. This prick don't stop talking. He <laughs> 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 doesn't shut up. He's crap at everything. Do you think you'd be a good housemate, though? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think I'd be a fucking geezer. Especially but... if you make spaghetti one day. Yeah, yeah. Who wants spaghetti one day? be like, not again. Yeah. Fuck yeah, me. You and your garlic bread can piss right off. Do you actually have variety in the food that you eat in the week? Do you set a schedule? Like every day I'll think, right. No, we I'll should have a shed- schedule, schedule. We don't. We should. No, you just decide on the day? Pretty much. What do you have today then? I had uh, Bockwurst in. Oh, really? Uh, That's German sausages, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I had Bockwurst in um, a salt and pepper baguette. Oh, that actually sounds really good. Yeah, Please tell some, me sauce on it. Uh, yeah, some like <laughs> chili mayo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. I know how to do this thing. Yeah, yeah. Thing. yeah, yeah. yeah. Proper fancy. Was... Proper fancy. Some Bockwurst from Lidl. They do Lidl. some good shit there. Yeah, they want to do some surprises. Stuff. <laughs> the Bockwurst was all right. Yeah, I like a bit of Bock. Um, but I, when when I've got an empty house, I keep it simple, because what the fuck am I going to cook? Yeah. Do you know what I like? Well, oh, just like... Dash a load of stuff in a pan, <laughs> fry up some. Got like five pans on the go for one meal. Like, yeah, just not. I'm not about that. I do like a curry. I like spicy food. Uh, have you seen the show um, Hot Ones on on YouTube? When no, no the with geezer with wings. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't questions. think I've ever actually properly watched it, but oh, I, would you do I know that? of it. I go like, and do, do it. Do wings and then eat like hotter and hotter wings. Yeah, I go and do that. that. I'll sit there and cry and. <laughs> Piss blood. So I tried to go chili pepper and it was it yeah. was painful. Like, I knew it was going to be painful, but yeah. not to the extreme that I no expected. I am a bit of a bitch, and it could be like, well, <laughs> why have I done this? But yeah, I'd do it. I'm like good. you a tikka masala guy. If, like if we were good to stroll into a curry house now, yeah. and get a curry together, right? Which we need to do by the way. Um, what would you get? I couldn't tell you because really, yeah, it depends on your mood. Yeah. But quite frequently, I like to order something I've never had before that I don't know what it is. Right. That's that's. I try to avoid... When, when I do that, I try to avoid things that I know are going to be super spicy because I'm then probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah. So I'll go, oh, that sounds fucking interesting. I'll have a go at that. So they do this, like, chicken and lamb mince something or other. It's got quite a cool. sweet uh, sauce on it. I'm not sure what that's I can't called. remember what it's called. Kima, isn't it? Kima? No, Kima well, oh. naan is a naan bread with the meat in meat it. Meat in it, yeah. I can't remember what the meal's called, but... That was nice. I had that a few times in a row. But most of the time, I just go, what, what's in that sauce? That sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have a whirl of that. If I don't mm. like it, I don't order again. That's a good way of doing it. I normally just stick to the madras and call it a day. Yeah. But I have... Do you know what fowl is? It's like the hottest curry on the planet. Oh, okay. And like, if you go to a curry house, they won't normally have it on the menu. You have to ask them, like, do you have a fowl? And they would normally yeah, laugh fowl. you out of the... Slide like, of a tenner. Yeah, all right, mate. Like, you sure? Yeah. And then you ask for it and it's... It's, it's ridiculous. See, you think that, that doesn't make sense to me, right? Because you're going <laughs> to suffer and not really enjoy it. But I'd then that's also why people good. like hot. Like, I don't want it to be ridiculously hot, but I do want it quite hot. Yeah. Because, like, there is... 
that level of pain, but then you're you're in release endorphins, I think, in your brain. Where it's, yeah. like, oh, it's, it's sort of like... Yeah. See, I'm all for pain, pain and fun, but if I'm going to do it whilst I'm eating, I want to enjoy it as well. Yeah. Oh, it's going to taste good. It's got to taste good. Like, did you... How did you find the pain when you had tattoos on? Did it bother you? Most of it, no. There's certainly little bits that are worse than others. Like on the elbow? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. The elbow, I don't think, was too bad because there's worse really? places. Seriously? Yeah. Not Directly on the bone must have... Yeah, but like wrist bone. Oh, shit. Sternum yeah. is painful. Collarbone oh is kind of painful. Yeah. But they're just going... It's like, you know, if you... Have you ever used one of the massage gun things? Yes. And you, like, bounce that off on your... Yeah, like it is, it go, is painful. It's like, I could stuck it out. And you just like send the whole shockwave through your system when it hits your collarbone. <laughs> Some people that really enjoy the, like, I think your dad yeah. actually really likes the pain. Not, he likes the whole experience of having a, having a tattoo, doesn't he? Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, oh, I don't know. I would have another tattoo, like, I've got one. Yeah. But it would have to have like a real good meaning behind it. But I, I just don't know, don't know yet. Mine's saying my whole arm, chest, back. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll go and do it. I can go and do it for days. Would you get another one? Oh, I haven't finished this one. I'm, really? Yeah, I can't really afford to finish it. So when does it need? To, it looks pretty. Uh, loads, to me. loads of bits. Like, is the bottom jaw isn't coloured in? There's a bunch of scales up here that still aren't coloured in. That yeah. is really cool. Though. I do like that. But the biggest problem is like um, I've said before, but like this flower looks fucking awful now, but it's been coloured in twice, and when it's done, it looks fucking amazing. It's all like standout-ish, multi-shaded, three D looking flower. But because it's so light, the colours just fall out of it. So how, after how long? I don't know. A couple of years? Or something? Not even that long, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Oh, right. I can show you photos of what it used to look like, and it's like ah, oh, so depressing that it doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> just falls out. It looked amazing, um, but it just doesn't last. I just say, I assume because it's so light, and I can put sun cream on it and wear sun cream all day, every day, and driving around in the car or whatever, and it just it'll just always fall out. Yeah, because I really like your brother's tattoo. Like he's got this sort of. Um you know, like a beach mm-hmm. with, like, uh, turtles and stuff. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. I've been tempted to get one. So I'm like, oh. Yeah. I'd like to get one. I'll, I'll have what you've got, mate. I love you, my friend. <laughs> I'll have exactly Let's the same have thing the same as he's got, tattoo. please. Yeah. Um, it's tricky, I think, to find something that means something. Like, I would, I've always, or well, for a long time, been kind of inspired by the Japanese style of art and a lot of that sort of culture stuff. So that's kind of what I wanted, but my own... Tattooist's own sort of vision and version of it, so it's he had the freedom to just design it based on certain elements. Like That's I a like, good way to do it. You don't want to like put him in a box in terms of the direction at all. No, so it's like I like dragons, I like the water thing, I like uh, bright colours. Japanese style, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So he chose pink as colours, so it was all pink and purple. And I like these little uh, Hanya masks or whatever they call them. So I got two of them things. I got a great big lotus on my shoulder but it's made of crystals instead of flowers all right but it's just like made up on the spot kind of shit a lot of it chest the image on the chest changed twice i think just in the middle of doing it (laughs) so i think he did did an outline for this chest piece when we originally went and done it and he i think he spent time at home like redesigning it and was like i've redesigned that can't completely do it so i'm gonna do a dip yeah whatever fuck you want mate <laughs> go for it it just does but it's been a long time since I've been in cinema actually because um, it's just it's just too many other places to put money now do you know yeah. with the mortgage and doing can stuff with the kids rack up quickly as well yeah. tattoos like. like 350 quid a day and you do like 10 days worth or whatever it's a fucking expensive tattoo it does so I think I, mine was like 185 and it yeah. took like a couple of hours 
Yeah, yeah I sit there for sort of six or seven hours a day just getting buzzed up. Such a, oh, no, I don't know if I could do it for that long. I guess it does go all numb, doesn't it? But Yeah, certain bits aren't really painful. Just It just depends on the area and how long they're going over it. Yeah, I know when he did this mask thing, he pretty much did all of that. Spent all day just keep going over that with different colours, and that got really fucking sore by the end of the day. But, but would you say your pain threshold's quite high? Yeah. 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 For me, I don't know if it is, but I've experienced pain that I didn't think was possible. Like when I broke my um, yeah. ligament, and then when I stood up, and then basically I was told that the muscles just shut off. And when I stood up, and it was just—I don't even know how to describe it. It was just unbelievable. But it was. I guess I, I know I can I can deal with more than what I realise is basically what, what I'm trying to get. I think a lot of the thing with pain is people's perception of how it's going to how painful it's gonna be. The anticipation you mean? Yeah. yeah. Or the lack of knowledge half mm. the time. Um but I'm pretty sure, you know, you know, really painful things fucking suck. My brother in law snapped his fucking ankle like ninety degrees when I took in gymnastics once. <laughs> Pretty sure that. Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, they had to go like try and reset it. Still like in gymnastics, give him a bunch of ketamine and shit. Um, to actually what put it back into place? Try and try and reposition it before they took him off in the ambulance. Yeah. Did they manage it? No. Oh my god! They hold him still and yank on his foot to try and like no. put it back into place temporarily. Whilst oh. I, yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> but I was like, mate, come and try this gymnastics. Half an hour later, he snapped his foot. It's so like, sorry, Mark. You're you're a lot more delicate than you realise. Oh yeah. Like my yeah. Yeah, this... but that it's the thing has always been. Like I can do gymnastics, and I can go and do some dumb shit and fall over, try and some weird shit, and I will touch wood, won't break. I will jump out of my van at the wrong angle and step on a curb and go and fuck yeah, my foot up. Just exactly. normal everyday life stuff breaks me. When I'm doing dumb shit, I kind of know something's going to go wrong mm. and my body's kind of prepared for it. Yeah. I have so far, as far as I'm aware, never broken a single <laughs> bone in my body. Probably other than toes and fingers, I think, are a given. I don't think you, you don't really talk about them. They just happen. Um, I think you'll even like, you know, stopping a football, catching a basketball, your fingers are. Mm. kick a door frame and your toes are, I think that's just a that's just a given they're fucking pathetic little bones mm. um, but I've had multiple x-rays on my ankles shoulder wrists chest and never broken right. there's nothing wrong with that okay I cannot even think to touch the ground with this foot right now there and could be something wrong way. with it there's nothing wrong with it alright okay <laughs> Just take some anti-inflammatories and stay off the snow for six weeks, like. All right. <laughs> but yeah, just don't. I don't break. I get injured, but I don't yeah. really break. I do worse things when I'm not prepared to do dumb shit. Yeah. So but, I feel like I don't really put my body in a position where I'm gonna like really hurt myself, until I try to crack my friend's back, which I've done many, many times. Yeah. Leave it to a chiropractor, everyone listening. Yeah. Um, leave it to the professionals. Yeah. As at a festival. And um, yeah, my you know if you if you're not sure it, where your knee is, you have a ligament on either side. If you're not sure where your knee is, uh, where the ligaments are on your knee, I mean, <laughs> that was a really stupid thing to say. <laughs> your knees are the bit in yeah. the middle of your leg, joining the two parts of the leg. <laughs> That's where your knee yeah. is. Um, so doing the middle one, yeah, is really not great. Right, um, and that's what I've done. So, Oops. and it's something that doesn't grow back. You, it's 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 now done. Gone. So the options are either you build up the muscle around it to compensate or you have surgery where they drill into it. So 
Um, so if anyone wants to donate me their ACL ligament, <laughs> you know where to find me. spare lurking in the wardrobe. Like when your son's a bit older, I can have his ligament, can I? I mean... <laughs> He might need it. Yeah, he probably does need it. <laughs> Chase, look, I'm really sorry, mate. Well, yeah, You're never going to be a professional footballer. You're going to have to give him. I have promised Oscar <laughs> yeah. your ligament. And he might be like, Do you know what? Fair enough, Dad. Cool, I, I Dad. Really <laughs> I'm, I'm happy sitting here gaming and making YouTube videos all day, getting fat. Yeah, that's it. How about I'll, I'll like make him a star yeah. in return for his okay. ACL. <laughs> <laughs> Chase Oscar's going to make you a star. All you need to do is just not be able give to up your properly. ACL. Yeah. <laughs> and while you're at it, just give him both, just in case. <laughs> if you have both done, I don't even know what you'd do. Is there more than one ACL? I don't know. There's one in well, each, obviously one, one in each leg, but yeah. I mean, like, is there more than one on each leg? I don't know. I don't know enough about a human body. <laughs> no. no. Well, no. You've you got enough use out of yours, I'll have that. <laughs> I want to get back to jujitsu. Yeah, you, you will need it. I <laughs> know oh, it's bugging me. I do need to. So, fix what's actually it. wrong with your knee then? I don't really know. Um, I think again, it's a thing of lack of strength in the muscles that are supporting. Does it give way then? Yeah. Well, only when I'm doing jujitsu. <laughs> oh, right, when you're actually really using it. Yeah, when I'm. Nasty. Yeah. And someone's whacking it. No. Just, the most frustrating thing about it is I can be hyper aware of my knee and not do anything that involves any pressure or any strange movements and just be super aware of it and just slowly enjoy my training. But then I'll go to get up and now my knee's gone. So like then my kneecap like slides off to the side. Just actually like and then straighten my leg out to okay. pop it back into place. How painful is that? Uh that's not really painful. It's more sort of uncomfortable, but it's all the pain like afterwards, then the crouching and bending and kneeling kind of things that hurt afterwards. Mm. But the actual coming out doesn't hurt. But it's just that it happens for no real reason. It's almost like it's loosened up because I'm enjoying myself and Is having exercise. Is it always the same way? Yeah. It's boop, off to the right. That's weird. Yeah. But it would be like, I'll we'll have like a sparring session or whatever, and five minutes rolling around and I'm being like hyper aware of my leg, just like, yeah, we won't do this, we won't push on it, we won't pull on it. Bing, bang, bong. And then I'll go to get up. And I'm like, nah, my fucking leg's gone. <laughs> I can't, I That's cannot tell you how it happens. I just don't know. But it doesn't happen in anything I do in my daily life. That's good then. And I get up a lot. Every yeah. morning I get up. Yeah. And it doesn't go out. <laughs> I do a lot of spending time on my knees at work. doesn't come out. Hmm. I fuck about with the kids on the floor. doesn't come out. That's when you're wrestling. When court. I'm doing jujitsu, or when I, more when I've stopped doing the jujitsu, that it goes. It gives way. It's fucking weird. I can't tell you. Is that ever going to change though? I don't know. I've got to strengthen the muscles around it. Okay. I, according to chiropractor, because I also see a chiropractor sometimes because my back's a mess as well. Um, she thinks that because my muscles are all cocked up in my back because my pelvis is twisted as is my tailbone. That the muscles up higher, strain on the overcompensating the muscles down low, oh, which right. are also causing a weakness in the muscle on my right leg. Um, so I need to rebuild all of the muscles from my low back and the back of my leg and my thigh muscles. And that's what I've learned as well is that you know one thing can go wrong, but if you don't sort it out, other things will go wrong very quickly. Yes, yeah, well, they're all connected, aren't they? So, so you have to be really, really careful. 
Oh, Sorry, just I'm like careful now. this messy old man falling apart, falling apart, and all the things I'm I like an old to man do. As well. I, like I need to, to start figuring out retirement soon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh. be retired by twenty-eight. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Probably not. I'm not. thirty-eight. This year. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of work before I can retire. Um, but anyway, listen. Um, this has been really, really insightful. The stuff you talked about. Um, and we definitely say we'll have to have a chat about a few more things and then coming up with some ideas just hanging out in general I think a bit more yeah, often of um, but yeah I appreciate you coming down and talking honestly about all these things that are going on in the world at the minute with to do with crypto and that and your involvements and a little bit of an insight into YouTube and the OnlyFans stuff <laughs> um, and for the laughs as well but um, as I say if you, uh, if you want to come down and do this again we can do this again yeah I really enjoyed it um, but yeah, thank you very much. And uh, thank you for anybody who happens to be listening. Um, I don't know if you have like a a professional Instagram account, do you? I have a Twitter yeah. that I use. I don't yeah. actually tweet on it that often. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, your private Instagram, you might not want you know everyone nah. looking at that but you know it's all good but yeah um, thank you for listening if you have any other questions or if you have a story you want to talk about or you know anybody who wants to come down and have a chat please do get in touch um, and I'll see you all again in the near future thank you very much Oscar um, I'll speak to you soon